Bingo. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide Whoa. badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Good Thursday morning, ass family. What is going on? Welcome to the Friday Eve edition of the Arnie State Show. And look, Friday, look, there is no excuse for missing tomorrow's show. I have given you ample warning. I don't want to hear Monday somebody come back and go, man, I forgot to turn the show on Friday. I heard it was the most amazing thing I'd ever heard. Can you play it again? No, I won't play it again. I I, I might not put up that show. I'll, I'll still put it up. I'm just telling you that I have news now that Buck Faustin is headed to the Lone Star State as we speak. Oh, man, I can't wait. I, I'm so excited. Mainly because I get to get barbecue today. Because when he flies in, we're going to get barbecue. Because so, that's the standard thing you do in Texas. You fly in, you get barbecue. Maybe you look at the JFK site. If he's up to it, I'll take him out to South Fork. I know where that is. But we'll see. Uh, let's get some good mornings out the way, shall we? And uh, Douglas, I thought you were on vacation. I thought you were going to be camping. Are you camping listening to me in the woods? Because that's pretty awesome. Hey, Woods, good morning. Uh, Let's see, first one here, of course, straight fire. What's up, buddy? Good morning, ass. Bradster says, I ain't first, but I'm here. Morning, big and assets, too. Thanks, Bradster. Douglas is here from the woods. Hangtown Gents says, good Thursday morning, ass family. Braddy Kid, good morning. Braddy, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve, ass. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Andrew's in the house. He says, happy Friday Eve, Braddy, Arnie, and ass family, and good morning to you, Miss Butterfly. Oh. Uh, Douglas says, I have a good excuse. I won't have uh, uh, cell service. Okay. All right. Uh, good morning. It's Thursday. This is Dave Coe. I feel like I humped yesterday. I imagine you did, Dave Coe. Sassy Pammy, good morning. Alicia says, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday Eve. Uh, Douglas says, I'm in Missouri loading up the truck. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brady Kid did claim that she was first all week. Fucking bunch of Democrats. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have service for an hour or so. Got to get my ass fixed. Okay, good, good. Oh, then you know what? Then I'll do this for you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. Uh, today's TikTok jokes. Uh, first one: Why did Barbie never get pregnant? Because Ken comes in a different box. <laughs> you see, I'm taking dad jokes back. Because I like my dad jokes to be funny. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Douglas just sent me a picture of the truck. They are loading that shit up. Oh, there's all kind of canoes and shit in there. Douglas, you're going to get ass raped by Ned Beatty. I have to work tomorrow during the show, and the new job makes it hard to listen. I hope I don't miss anything good. Well, it, it will be the show will be recorded and put up after, like it is every day. He's camping there. That's why he's in Missouri. Sent a picture of the truck loaded up. Holy shit, man. Oh, yeah, Ned Beatty's looking for you. I, I, I know what's in Missouri. And Douglas, I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you're ready for that yet. Uh, what else was I saying? Oh, oh, the other joke, the other TikTok joke. What's the difference between a nose 
and orphans. A nose gets picked. <laughs> By the way, so now I do these TikTok jokes every single day. I, I put them up there to try to offend somebody. That's my goal is to, is to fucking go viral and offend somebody. Uh, also, I've started sending them to my friend Mark S. Allen so he can read those to his son. His son Jackson was in a terrible I, I'll call it an accident right now. I, I'm a little pissed at the situation. I can only imagine what the families are like. Son was attending a, a post-prom get-together. Everything was taken care of COVID-wise, all you pussies. And somebody put gasoline in the fire pit because kids are assholes. And it caught his son on fire, and he has third-degree burns on 25% of his body. He has a surgery this morning, so uh, I've been sending good vibes Telling the Asha family to send good vibes Mark's way. I've texted him every morning because I, 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 I want to make sure my friend is doing all right. And my friend being Mark. I, I, I don't know his son that well. <laughs> How do you find a blind man at a nude beach? It isn't hard. Okay. Not bad. Uh, will the announcement be first thing? No, there's no announcement tomorrow. No, no, no. Alicia, there's no announcement. It's the entire four-hour show. The entire show is going to be epic, beyond epic being. Look, let let me just say this right now. Buck Faustin has been on this show before. And and I told somebody about Buck Faustin being on, and they are so excited. A huge fan of this show is excited. So I'm just saying, just get ready. Strap yourself in. If you need to glue yourself to the seat, yeah, you, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. So that's all I can say. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I know that Mark's son is going in for surgery today, so if the Ass family can send some good vibes that way, it would be much, much appreciated. Uh, all right. Uh, mouth on and off issues yesterday. It hurt sometimes, and it didn't, and then finally made it all go away. It, it's weird. <laughs> Dave Co is excited. Yeah, Dave Co is very excited. Dave Co, you should be excited. Oh, maybe. Oh, Zach, Zach, I hope that <laughs> Zach, if you're out there, I hope that you're listening tomorrow. That's all I gotta say. Uh, all right. Uh, have I taken care of everything? AEW last night. Not that. That's not that. Look, the AEW is a is a shitty wrestling organization. I know we're going to talk a lot of wrestling tomorrow, so sorry. Uh, I'm working on getting media passes. They're coming to Garland. Yeah, yes, that's right, coming to Garland. <laughs> Most big shows like the WWE, they go to Dallas, you know, downtown Dallas, the big arena. Yeah, not AEW. They're coming out to G-Town, baby. They're keeping it real. And, yes, I have put in my request for media passes. So I'm pretty pumped about that. All right. Uh, can we start the show now? Yeah, start the show now. Yeah, we can. We, we can. We can start the show now. Okay, there we go. Uh, by the way, uh, oh, before I start the show, tomorrow celebrity ass death match wrestling and special guest host. So there you go. House Intel Republicans are saying there is. I, I know this is going to be shocking. Everyone is everybody ready to be to 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 be aghast at this. House Republicans say significant evidence of COVID Wuhan lab leak. 
Are you kidding me? I thought it just came from a bat in the hills of China that flew into Wuhan and it bit some Chinese person on the neck and then they started coughing and then COVID was born. Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee say there are significant circumstantial evidences that the COVID-19 outbreak stemmed from a leak at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, urging the federal government to, quote, put more pressure on China for a full, credible investigation. We aren't going to know until China wants us to know. We aren't going to go in there. Do, do we not recall what, what, what happened, what was that, two, three months ago? They sent a bunch of, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, it's just true. Let, 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 let me handle. I can fix this situation right here, America, U.S. House Intelligence. Don't send in nerds in lab coats. Send in special ops. Don't send in the geeks from the World Health Organization. Send in the badass motherfuckers. Christopher, good morning. He says, I knew it. I've been waiting for the news. Dude, it, we all have known it. When the World Health Organization, who, by the way, had to be quarantined for two weeks in China before they even got to go to the lab. So there's two weeks right there that officials could have bribed them who could have gotten to them. And I know this is very Tom Clancy-esque, but come on, two weeks in China. And then you went to the lab. And oh, and, and by the way, you were accompanied by government workers in a communist government. Are they going to let you see all the rooms? Fuck no, they aren't. They actually have a room that says, please don't look in here. World Health Organization go, can we go in there? And they just point at the door, please don't look in here. Oh, okay. I want somebody kicking that fucking door down. Look, if we're to believe that this coronavirus was so deadly and so horrible, okay. And I, and I know somebody's going to hear that and go, how could he say it, it's so... Look, it was deadly and horrible to people who had underlying conditions. It was the straw that broke the camel's back in some people's cases. If my dad were alive, God rest that beautiful man's soul, I would, I would have kept him in a fucking sealed mayonnaise jar with barely enough air to breathe. Because he would have been a victim of this. He had COPD. Motherfucker had throat cancer, survived that. When, whenever you have these horrible things and your system, your immune system has been compromised, whenever they open you up, your immune system has been compromised. Now, I'm not saying it, they, they don't get it back together and working great again, because they do, but when you got a virus like this, then yes. So if we're to believe this virus is so goddamn deadly, why haven't there been more investigations than the one that the World Health Organization did? And let's, let's put some people with fucking boots on in there. Straight Fires Plus, you know, they drive slow as fuck to get them there. Absolutely. Took them forever. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, that, but <laughs> do you think, it, like, when you're driving in China in the morning, like you're on the freeway in China, do you think they're listening to shock jocks? Oh, sayon, ching, 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 chow. 
Wiener. Do you think that they have wacky morning shows in China? I would love to hear a wacky morning show in China. I mean, I wouldn't be able to understand a goddamn thing. I'd be laughing. And you know what? I would probably be on the wrong station. I'd be on the fucking serious news station. I'd still be laughing my ass off. Why is it that we we, we have to make this a partisan thing? Buenos dias, Ogre. Amigo. Have you figured out your problem? He had a problem earlier this morning on Facebook. I tried to help him. What what, What phrase is it that you want? Send me. Doctor warns the world of deadly nanology inside COVID vaccines. Oh, this is nanotechnology? Okay. Doctor Stella Emanuel uh, joins uh, this person. Oh, oh, this is a video. Okay, I'll have to watch this video then. Thank you. Dim. Thank you, Ruby's husband. That's how we'll refer to him. We killed the golden goose. Okay. He needs that phrase translated in a bunch of different languages. But just don't go to Google Translate because he can't, he, he, he doesn't trust it. Uh, the Spanish translation on Google translated as the full, we killed the goose and laid the golden eggs. Okay. Let's see. Hey, Siri. How do you say we killed the golden goose in French? In French, we killed the golden gooses. Nutrion Ravelry. Nutrion N-O-U-S-T-U-O-N-S-I-apostrophe-O-I-E-D-O-R-E, squiggly line above it, E. There you go. I think Siri would do the same thing since the algorithm assumes I'm asking for uh, the uh, idiom. Okay. Well, hey, I I just wanted to try it out because, hey, Siri, Mm -hmm. how do you say you like big black cock in Spanish? In Spanish, you'd say, te gusta la polla negra grande, which is an explicit term. Te gusto la pola negra grande. So there you go. <laughs> I just like to make Surrey cuffs. Uh, all right. So uh, there we go with that. All right. Intentional international efforts to discover the true source of the virus. I mean, aren't we owed that? Aren't we owed that? Not only all the deaths that happened that have been linked to COVID-19. The millions and millions of people who have been affected, billions, if you will, work-wise, getting kicked out of their homes. Hey, Siri, when will the machines take over the world? Okay, I found this on the web for when will the machines take over the world. No, she, she doesn't have anything to say. Uh, Derek, good morning, my friend. 
I, I mean, you think about it. You think about the people who are going to be kicked out of their homes. Kids. Kids who didn't get to graduate with their friends, didn't get a senior season of whatever sport it was or whatever their senior years. They didn't get that. Family businesses that have been open for 70, 80 years have closed down because of this. And they can't even have the common fucking decency to let us know where it fucking started. And instead they lie to us and they say, oh, it's from a fucking bat in a hill somewhere that somebody got a hold of, ate it, and that's how they got it. That's horse shit. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it right now. It's all horse shit. If this was truly like Rand Paul, who was questioning Dr. Fauci, you know what? I'm going to say honorary Dr. Fauci. That motherfucker, I, I, I am not going to give him the respect of doctor anymore. What I love is the scientists saying, follow the science. All the while, they ignored political science, economic science, and psychological science and said, amen. Amen. I hate it. Look, Ogre, I understand. I hate this bullshit. I hate this world that we live in because that's the newest double standard that I cannot stand anymore. And I'm putting my foot down. There are two fucking genders. If I was told for an entire year to follow the fucking science then you fuckers need to follow the science too and admit there are only two genders. If you want to be a girl, then act like a girl. Wear girls' clothes, but you were born a boy. I have a story in the next segment, first story of the next segment. That When are people going to finally go, oh, I see what they're saying. Just, just wait. But we've been told by the leaders, follow the science, follow the science. Okay. And then all of a sudden you go against science completely. That is a double standard. Now, before anybody thinks that I actually think, that something is going to come out of this, meaning that the doctors are going to tell the truth? Uh, no. no I, 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 I Look, I, want, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again and again and again and again. This is our generation's JFK. We are never going to know what the truth is. They, they, they won't let us. In a day and age... Only from the, the white coat comment uh, last year was one of the doctors social media took down within hours after it went viral. Explains a lot. Not really all about nanotechnology. Okay, thank thank you, sir. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna know. We'll never know. If we knew, we would revolt against our current government, probably. The only science there with transgenders is the concept of gender dysphoria which is psychological, but it's a disorder. Trans right folks hate that idea. But follow the science. Yeah. Once again. Look, man. Hey, I, I, I look. First of all, me saying that there are only two genders doesn't mean I hate trans people. Okay? If you believe 
that you were born into the different sexes' body? By all rights, do everything psychologically that you can to make yourself better. Because that's going to fuck with your head. I'm, I'm totally in favor of it. If people want to have the surgeries and stuff like that, you, I, I don't want trans people to get beat up and assassinated or, or held back because of what, they, what they're going through. Yes, because I do believe it is more of a psychological issue. And this is a psychological issue that we can kind of go and, you, you know, that's the best thing about this. And the voice is going to go quick again today, people. You think about all these psychologists and psychology and psych- uh, and, and fit therapists and all this kind of stuff. And they're trying to heal people with mental issues. And sometimes it takes years and years and years and years to even crack it. In the trans world, think about this. It is a psychological issue. And they have a way that they can crack it and, and really start to get to the root of that by allowing the person to have the surgery. I've never really thought about it like this, but but think about it. For a headache, you take an aspirin. Boom. Aspirin. Hopefully, after you take the, the aspirin, okay, you break a bone, you put a cast on it, you fix it. For psychological, we never had a cast. We didn't have a pill. But for this psychological one, we do. Wear the other people's clothes. If this is going to make you happy, then that's what you should do. The medicine is there. But there's still only two. That's right, count them. One, two. There there are no non-binary creatures out in the fucking wilderness. If, if there were a bunch of gay deer, we would have, I, I mean, if there were a lot of gay deer, a lot of lesbian does, well, then we wouldn't have deer to shoot and kill anymore. We wouldn't have deer anymore. Are, are there gay ones out there? Probably, maybe. That's not overwhelming. It's just science. And by the way, the science in Wuhan is fucked. It's so flawed there. Come on. To, to think, oh, yeah, it was, a, it, it was from a bat, but not in a wet market or anything. No, no. Oh, well, it was from a wet market, and it wasn't. But like I said, if you think someday we're going to get the, the truth, I, I don't. I don't know. I was on a hike once, and I saw a deer with pastel red fur on its head. Horn room glasses and was drinking a so- soy form foam latte. Oh, that was one of the exceptions to the rule. Um, all right, more COVID shit. The IOC and Tokyo Olympic organizers st- start three days of virtual meetings yesterday. And the talk is they want to scrap the Olympics. Well, one of top one of Japan's top medical associations. Want some closed. They want to cancel the Olympics because of the outbreak they're having right now. But uh, imagine if you're on a hunting and you come across two gay bucks fucking. You can't shoot them. That'd be a hate crime. But breaking a bone and fixing it by sewing a brick to your arm doesn't fix anything. 
But if it makes you happy, go ahead. It doesn't affect me one bit. No, it, it, no, it doesn't. But see, that's the whole thing. If you break your leg, they're not going to sew a brick to your arm. They're going to fix the problem. And these doctors with the trans people, they're fixing the problems by allowing these people to live out their life. So I think, hey, great, good for you. There's still only two fucking genders. Look, you can have as many sexual preferences as you want. You can fuck wall sockets for all I care. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Anybody have a pair of scissors? We could run around Japan and take it over. Um, 6,000 member Tokyo Medical Practitioners Association said they should be canceled. That's pretty big. What are they not doing over there? Like, like I think it's so funny to, to I don't think it's funny. I shouldn't say funny. But, but I do. I mean, the report came out in Texas that we were at zero deaths from COVID. And you see all these other places, and Florida's the same way. Florida, fuck. I, I mean, more people are killed by fluoritis than COVID every single day. Do you know what fluoritis is? Listen to an old show. But, I mean, I think the Olympics are going to end up being canceled. And I think that's why, because I, I, I do watch NBC occasionally, Chicago PD last night, amazing. Season finale next week, can't wait. Uh, but the, NBC has been very, very quiet about the Olympics, because I think they thought this too. The Olympics are going to say, well, let's have them in 2022. We'll, we'll, we'll do them in 2022. Everything will be gone by then. We'll have summer and winter at the same time. Or, you know, different times, but, you know, same year. And then we'll go back to it. Two years. They're going to cancel. It, not that anybody cares that they're canceling, except the athletes and the athletes' families. But I'm just going to say right now, I, I don't give a fuck. The, the, Olympics, the Olympics is a shit show. The Olympic, the, look, the Olympics are, are even more crooked than goddamn FIFA. And that's saying something. Uh, Former New York Times journalist Donald McNeil Jr., who has left the New York Times, the esteemed science and health journalist left the New York Times in dramatic fashion this year over his use of the N-word All right. He defended his being within context, led to a newsroom revolt and calls for his ouster. He did write last week in the in a medium post. That he concedes he's been too dismissive on theories that covid could have leaked from a lab. In part due to the current liberal anti Trump stance in all the media. Quote, my colleagues who cover national security were being assured by their Trump administration sources, albeit anonymously and with no hard evidence, that it was a lab leak and the Chinese were covering it up. All right, so here's my question. Here's my question. Ask family. You guys are a lot smarter than I am. 
if they truly are covering it up, what can we do about it? That, 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 what, what, what should be done? Or what could be done? see that I have stumped you as well. No one has an answer for me. If it turns out that COVID did leak from this lab, what's going to be done about it? Anything that could be done uh, could be used as justification for them to go to war. Short of trade embargoes and sanctions, I doubt much of anything will happen. If there is incontrovertible uh, evidence that China caused this, it would greatly damage their international reputation, and we should exploit that. It could derail their belt and road initiatives, for starters. We make too much money dealing with China, so we won't directly do much anything about it. Yeah. I vote for a green sand. I don't know what green sand is. Is that, is, is that nuclear? See, I, I, I'm. If it did come out, if the truth really did come out, and it leaked from a lab in China, and the government hid it, no one would stand next to China. Because see, this affected everybody, and China knows that. Now, China will have to do something. Either really, really bad or they're going to have to fall on the biggest sword in the history of swords. Turn them, oh, turn them into glass. Let's know. Christopher, is that you? Yeah, it's me, man. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, real fast. I, okay, so I've been, um, I've been, oh, my stupid sound. It's okay. Um, I've been, uh, I've been saying this whole time that all the stupid crap we've done in reaction to this virus, it doesn't make any sense unless the government, our government, knew this entire time that this has been some kind of bioweapon mm-hmm. that leaked out. You know, like, because, you know, we would always say, like, this is just a flu. It's not even that strong. We don't, you know, we don't even know. Why are we overreacting so quickly? Mm-hmm. Remember, it was it was right away. It was oh, right sure. away. With the, second it, the second it came to America and... And, and so well, I was like, well, this, well, I, I was well th- Christopher, hold on a second. It, it, it came out in January, at the end of January. And, yeah, February, we all kind of, because I remember I wouldn't talk about it for February. And then it was the very first part of March that it was the Elk Grove School District, which was the first district in America, to cancel classes over. So it, it, you're, you're right that it, it, it happened right away, that we started overreacting immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we went on a nationwide shutdown, and that was like the first step. Yeah. You know? I mean, like and, the, and that's the funny part is that the World Health Organization at some point said the last thing you should ever do is shut down. And that's the first thing everybody did in, in our country. 
Yeah. So this this is this is this has been I've been waiting for this since day one. Yeah. Because I I knew it. I freaking knew it. Um, well, it, it's, I gotta, it's, I, it's not there yet, but w- hey, you got to go. Yeah, I got to go pick up kids. All, All right, right. Buddy, see ya. All right, he, he's a bus driver, and he's avoiding getting shot. So it's not official yet, but people are leaking out enough stories to where we can go, okay, well, we saw this on we, – we saw this all coming, which we did. What can be done? They had a whole lot that can be done on our part. Sure, we can try to sanction them. We can try to do that, Richard. I don't know if we're going to nuke them because they have nukes too. I like the idea. Believe me. I like the idea of turning all of fucking China into a fucking parking lot. I think that's fantastic. (sighs) Ain't going to happen, though. That's pipe dream. China's too big. What was leaked? I missed it. Oh, we're talking about the the COVID. That how they say it, it came from a bat. It, it it the stories are starting to come out more and more that it was leaked from that lab. By the way, all those World Health Organization scientists should not only be fired, but they should be put in jail. The ones who came back and said, "Oh, it didn't leak from here." I, I don't care what the, 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 the state of China gave them or said to them there. No. Done. You're in jail. The CCP owes the world reparations. Uh, whoa, that'd be interesting. I mean, I, we'd have to get a world court, and I don't know if I necessarily want that. Any legitimate steps we could take will never happen because our political leadership are a bunch of spineless drifters who won't stand for anything. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's a fellow running for Congress. I believe he, he did live in Texas for a while, and I was told he moved back to his, to Georgia. He's the guy who used to make videos on, like, Facebook. He loses his mind in his car, always had a pair of Ray-Bans on. Then he became super political when the election happened. His name is Graham something. I don't know his last name. And he's been selling stuff on Facebook this whole time. Well, they made him take his store down since he's running for office now. So, uh, well, what, whatever. He's a guy I'd like to see get in office because he's fired up. He's fired up politically. He's not going to win. I, I'm just telling you that right. He's not going to win this time. Maybe maybe next election, maybe. But if he moves to Georgia, he has a big worldwide audience. And from what we know, he can just move to Georgia and vote like the next hour and then move out. Fuck those kids. Make them look like we did back in the day. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. All right, so something we all knew. Why, why is that? I, I don't want that. No, I, I want this... I don't want that. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Hey. 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 Click it or take it. Go eat your. Get, eat my ass. I. I don't want these ads up. No. No. Click it or take it. What. What the hell? That's bullshit. Hold on a second now. 
more than. There we go. More than 61,000 immigrants who have illegally crossed into the U.S.-Mexico border have been released to the United States by President Joe Biden. All right. Way to go. Kapuya, kapuya. Boy, oh boy. He said he was going to do something. Bingo. And he did. If Andrew Yang had his way, you can go to America, vote, and then go back to your country. Did, did anybody get to see the video? Uh, uh, I think it was Andrew Yang. He was a Chinese guy, right? Who, who, who were the Asian fellow. I'm sorry. Sorry. I call, I call all these people Chinese guys. Sorry, I just do. I don't call them Chinaman. But, but ain't he the one that ran for president? Anybody see him? Motherfucker tries to... To, to show video of him hooping, hooping in the NYC. Yeah, because I think they're going to allow him in Harlem to take over the fucking courts. Oh, a little Asian man wants to shoot. Get that fucking egg foo young out of here. Sixty-one thousand immigrants have crossed into the into America since January twenty-first. How many? How, hey Siri. How many days ago was January twenty-first? One nineteen. Okay, so you got. 119 days, you got 61,000 immigrants. Well, let's see. That's close to 45. Okay, minus that. That's over 510 people a day, people. Every day, 500 people. (laughs) Did you just call Andrew Yang Chinese? Oh, my God. (laughs) The unbelievable racism. I'm canceling you right after the show on Friday. (laughs) Oh, I can just imagine Andrew Young at Rucker Park trying to hustle other pickup players. Well, he's out there and, like, like, like a, a, a button-down shirt untucked, and he's just fucking raining. I'm calling bullshit. It's got to be more. Well, think about that, though. 500 people a day is a lot of fucking people. No, think about it. Five. Let, let's say it's 515. Just round thing. All right, that leaves me. That's 21 people an hour. 21 people an hour walking right through the border. That's a lot, dude. That's a line. That's almost three every minute cross the border. 
One person every 20 seconds jumps the border. That's a lot of fucking people. And those people have been allowed in. Oh, oh, Richard, Richard, Richard. That's just the Texas border. I'm not talking about the ones that are sleeping in through California, Arizona. Because today is now day 57. If anybody's keeping any kind of track. Day 57 that the immigration czar has not been to the fucking border. The only border she's visited has been the one in Canada. Last week, I think I did a story that exposed Susan Rice as the acting president of the United States. Because we keep asking the question, who's running the pre- who, who's running the country? Due to the fact that Joe Biden can't answer questions because he's worried he'll get in trouble. By the way, no, no, no reporters. Uh, anybody who reports for in Washington D.C., you guys are all pig shit. No, and I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart because not one of you have a fucking journalistic bone in your fucking bodies. And I will tell you this right now. The reason why nobody called out Joe Biden for saying there wasn't a vaccine in place when he took office, yet he had both fucking, both uh, syringes done. Nobody called him on that. Nobody's calling Kamala on this. Nobody. And when Joe Biden does a press conference... And he says he's going to get in trouble if he answers. Where is the reporter asking the question, who are you going to get in trouble with? And by the way, what color was the person that your dog bit? Please let it be black. Please let it be black. Just to further your racism. Douglas, statement of the day. Joe's really fucking shit up. Amen to that. Did Joe just open the doors of holding facilities and let them into the country? Um, Now, I mean, look. It was something like 80,000 people in the first month had had stormed the border. And you remember Joe Biden lied and nobody called him out when he had his one meeting with the press and all the questions were given to him ahead of time and he knew all the reporters – He said, oh, these are normal numbers. And then it was two days later that a gigantic story actually did break on a left website saying the influx is terrible because even the left sees how fucking horrible this situation is. But going back to that, who's running the, the Susan Rice, they said Kamala is just, she, she's, she's over her head. She has no clue what's going on right now. Kamala Harris is like a high school, a good high school football player, not an exceptional great one, a good high school football player thrown into an NFL playoff game. That's what she is. That's about the greatest analogy I could ever make. 
Can you blame Kamala? She hasn't found the white pantsuit that goes with starving, crowded children. Andrew says, amen, Doug. The first four months have felt like a fucking year already. Isn't that the sad part? I mean, like, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of Democrats in 2017. The problem is, is that the, everything they were mad that Trump was doing was so making our country better. Jobs were at an all-time high, unemployment all-time low, and they're sitting back and talking how bad the country is. You don't know bad. This is fucking bad. You know why it's over Kamala's head? Because she's there on her knees. Hey now. Hey now. (laughs) Good shit. Good shit. By the way, nothing's going to happen at the border until, I mean, I'm seeing pictures. The kids are wrapped in cellophane and tinfoil to keep warm. Coyotes are yanking them across the river. On that show I watched last week on on Vice uh, about, you know, Republicans and Trump and Texas and Trump, they showed this little area. And literally, like I had no idea, Stark County, Stark County in Texas is the, I think it's the most furthest county south in America. It is the the largest Hispanic county, 97% Hispanic. And they showed the area where these people cross. And it, it's, sometimes it might get a little deeper than waist, might get up to your, your nipples. But it's about a 30-yard walk. That's it. You just cross over the Red River. Not the Red River, the Rio Grande. But that's it. That's how they're getting across. And can you imagine what it's like for those people that live there? They have to see over 200 people a day coming in here. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The 200 a day, the math that we did, that's what Joe Biden has released. The number of people that have come over here and done this illegally, oh, I'm going to say I. Th- that's where I'll go with you, Richard. The number is far more. Now, I was just talking about the 61,000 that he knows about. I would go, I I would venture to say that since his presidency in America through Texas, Arizona, and California, I'd say a quarter of a million people. Easily. That's easy. Uh, do you have family still that had the best idea to solve this problem? Put some of our best and bravest snipers down on the border and start picking these coyotes off while they're in the middle of doing their jobs. That'll fix the problem real quick. Yeah. No, there aren't that many typos. Don't worry about it. Never do that. Never, ever. You're not going to put innocent people in harm's way. I like the idea. Believe me. But what the coyotes will do then is, look, The cartels are running the coyotes. The cartels make more money off human trafficking than they do off of drugs. True story. 
So what they're going to do, and, and by the way, the cartel has all this kind of money. They're, they're billionaires, okay? They can put an earpiece in a Mexican guy's ear, and the coyote then somewhere in the middle. We're not going to – the coyote dresses the same way these people do. Usually he's in front of them. They've, they can fix that. They, they, look, I, I love the idea of picking them off. I would put – you know what I would do? If I was in Stark County, I'd put up big-ass fences where that, where that water is, and I'd put a bunch of alligators down there. That's what I'd do. You want to cross here? If you can pitfall Harriet, Google that shit. That is fucking hashtag fucking early 80s right there. If you can pitfall Harriet and make it across three gators' heads, then you can pass. Maybe put some hippos down there. I don't know. Just call it the survival of the fittest. If you want to get into America that way, okay, but there is a roadblock. It's like the legal people that come here. They have like an eight-year roadblock they have to wait, but they're doing it the right way. So if you want to do it the wrong way, then this is the way you do it. We make it super easy for them to come through, and then they have to hit this area. And it's like a fucking Indiana Jones Temple of Doom moment. Maybe put some cameras up so I can watch. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because let me just tell you something. I would watch the shit out of that. Every day I would watch that. So as long as you play that springy jump noise Harry makes, I'm all in. Buying maybe even a diamond ring, <laughs> gold brick, past a pit that opens and closes. I remember when I made it to the end of Pitfall. It took me a few weeks, but I made it to the very end. You run into a wall. And you're like, wait a second, I still have like eight men left. What am I supposed to do? Because you can't run it backwards. Fences, gators, other fences and mines. Oh, see, I think we're on to something here. I think they... No, we... Instead of calling it the ultimate... Nin- <laughs> the ultimate American challenge. Can you see announcers up there? Well, it's Juan going up against Juan. Now, if he falls in that pit of alligators, he's most likely not going to become an American. Pitfall Pedro. <laughs> that, that, see, that, 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 that's just good shit right there. Oh, man. Let's see if, is this, yeah, let's see if the sound's up. Pitfall Harry. (laughs) Over the gators. Whoa, triple jump. Oh, this person is amazing. There's logs they're jumping over. Got to jump over a snake. There's a gold brick. Disappearing pit, gold brick. Oh, barely made it over the water. Hi-ho! 
Dude, I could watch that forever. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> on pay-per-view. Oh, you got to put this on free TV. The networks will fight over this because this is shit people would watch. Maybe they don't die necessarily. Maybe they're maimed really bad. Oh, wait. Okay. So this is what he fucked up with yesterday. This is Biden yesterday. Hold on. No, you can't. Uh, Not unless you get in front of the car as I step on it. I'm only teasing. Okay, here we go. You ready? For all the stuff about gas. People got mad at that. We choose truth over facts. Oh, these are Biden Biden blunders. No, no, I probably best I don't. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me. We can only re-elect Donald Trump. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Sounds corny. Not a joke. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the goal. You know the you know the thing. I got a lot of I got hairy legs. Oh, the best turn, one ever. That 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 that's with turn, corn pop. Uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. By the way, it's my little sister Valerie, and I'm Jill's husband. Oh no, this no. Oh, you switched on me. This is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. Yeah, you I'm fuck them both. I'm to say that I have a record of over 40 years, and that I'm going to beat Joe Biden. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. Nothing to see here, right? Wrong, because the vice president wouldn't unhand Hillary for almost 16 seconds. Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Just calm down, it's okay. Whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you gotta be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. And carry a big stick. End of quote. Oh. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Oh, God damn it. Oh, I need to keep that last part. That last part is, is Joe Biden gold. Carry a big stick. End of quote. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're keeping this story. Oh. <laughs> oh, hold on. I got I to re-email this story to me. Big stick. Oh, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Why do you make me laugh so much, Joe? Oh, people do prank calls on TikTok? Oh, man. I could do that. Uh, I have an idea. If we do a TV show, maybe make one set (laughs) in the ruins of post-earthquake L.A. and give some convicts a chance to run through those ruins, chased by people called, I don't know, call them stalkers. One with a chainsaw, another with a hockey stick, a flamethrower, electricity. It would garner record-setting ratings. (laughs) Hashtag running man. Oh, man. All right. All right. Goddamn, that story was funny. Now, I don't know. Maybe we haven't seen Kamala, the Indian giant, that much because of some of the shit that went down on the campaign. You see, Jill Biden 
said that Kamala Harris should go, quote, fuck herself after questioning her husband's record on race during a primary debate. (laughs) You should go fuck yourself. Boy, that is really First Lady-esque. Uh, Jill Biden vented uh, one week uh, later on a group phone call with what he cares about, what he fights for, what he's committed to. You get up there and call him a racist with that, without basis, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, why don't I have the audio clip of that? They need to release that. Oh, man. Because I, I know it's been talked about, but it, it, it's not talked about enough. How did Joe Biden pick Kamala Harris? Like, th- this, this whole ticket is fucked. I, I, I mean, it has been since the jump. We can go back a year in time, a year and a half, almost now. Jesus, it's already almost fucking June. But we can go back to that January day when Joe Biden came out and said that he was going to run. And we all laughed and smirked. And then the COVID thing happened. And going back to back, something we said a long time ago about with the COVID thing, there are a lot of people, I'm one of these people that wouldn't be surprised if this was a test run. And now we're finding out that it was a test run on bio- biological warfare. And if it could or, or would work, and we know it was. So it, I, I want to know how Kamala was picked. A woman who never got more than 2%. There are like 12 people running for president. So if you think about it, that would be a a little under 10% a person would be even. So if somebody's pulling away, which Joe Biden ended up pulling away, it was Joe Biden and and old man Bernie. Those were the two front runners. Kamala never gained more than 2%. Mayor Pete got more than she did. She was one of the first people out of the election. Remember, she called she called Joe a fucking predator. I want to say she called him a rapist. Remember when there was that story about that gal who came out and said that that Joe Finger snatched her. Never heard any more about that. Boy, Kamala ran with it though. The Indian giant was calling him a rapist. She's called him a racist too. Now they're the best of friends. Joe, oh Joe. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, 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 do you want to know what I'm thinking in my head? I'm thinking that George Soros puts his balls on her forehead. I really think that, and I think that he has one goal in mind, and that is to make her the president so he can say that he put his balls on the president of the United States' face. Uh, I think the agreement was Joe. Well, let 
Let me, your president for a couple of years, groom Kamala. She'll groom you on the side. <laughs> I'm thinking about something in my head right now, and it is very, very sexist to say this, and, and I'm not trying to be sexist here. I promise you I'm not. Uh, let me read what Andrew says. Uh, I think it was a uh, test run and, and more. Uh, I gave China a chance to totally squash Hong Kong riots. Literally millions of people were on the streets, not anymore. That alone gives me reason to suspect it was intentional. Okay, I get it. I, oh, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, you know how we, we're always afraid that other countries won't respect are woman leaders. And you got gals like Angel Markle or, 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 or the, the chick in Germany. And, 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 you know, Margaret Thatcher was the same way. Now, you know, it's like being the ex-boyfriend of somebody. That you always have that one Trump line on the current guy. Now, the current guy can go, well, she's with me now. But you can know, well, how does my dick taste? You can always say that to him. And the guy before you can say that to you. There's a guy out there right now saying, the vice president once ate my asshole. Willie Brown is going around. We know that the vice president of the United States of America licked a man's asshole. We know that. It was entirely based on bigger picture demographics. She wouldn't have uh, worked as president initially, but she adds to the inclusive part for the Democratic Party. The more inclusive the part, it appeals to a bigger, yeah. Joe or Borny and their safe old white guys appeal to the unconscious racist bias of the white Democratic voter. But they can consciously claim they're all for Kamala once she's thrust forcibly. In. They have no choice but to accept her. No, I, I, I can I can understand and and you know what? Makes a lot of sense, Ogre. It makes a lot of sense if you look at his cabinet. Now I don't know if Joe Biden is the best guy to groom future politicians. I I actually I do know that he is not. I, I, I know that for a fact. So who's in charge of these people? The, 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 the penguin, you know, the trans penguin that we have running what? The, I, I saw a great meme the other day. We refer to people now. People, we give these people titles all the time. Like George Floyd is a hero. Yeah, I, you'll never hear me say that ever again. I, I'm just repeating something that I saw. This is how we change it. Remember yesterday, Joe Biden, we had a clip of Joe Biden saying that George Floyd was more impactful than Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination. I think that's the name of his autobiography. The vice president ate my asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, Andrew, absolutely. Oh, he put everybody in the cabinet for that right there. I mean, the, the cabinet is nothing more than uh, uh, United Colors of Benetton fucking movement anyway.
Alright. Oh. Wait a second. Okay, so I got that. Alright, let's do the big stick. Where, where is that? Okay. There we go. There she is. Hmm. Uh, congratulations going out to uh, the city of Minneapolis. More importantly, uh, George, George Floyd Square, where the hero is is being, you know, remembered. Uh, video emerged uh, showing an axe-wielding man ripping off signs and wreaking havoc at George Floyd Square. Uh, by the way, probably one of the most dangerous places in America right now is George Floyd Square. Even residents are terrified of that area. And this guy wasn't. He went in there with an axe. Idiot. Uh, let's see. Well, look at they are doing to Jennifer, and she criticized Rachel Levine. Huh? Unbelievable. That, that's all. I, uh, am I shocked that that's happening? No, of course not. What I am shocked about is this next story. Uh, if you don't think that racism is alive and well in America, then you need to wake up. And I'm not talking about the old school the old school racism. We're talking about this new racism. You know, the ones that hide behind saying, oh, we can't be racist. We're, insert, whatever there. Then the left is obsessed with making history in the same vein that the right is obsessed with the advancement in wealth. Left is terrified of what history will think of them. Oh, yeah, you're right. People desperately want to be liked and loved in politics now. means fearing making hard choices. Yes, yes. Chicago mayor. Lori Lightfoot. Nobody likes you. There you go. You're Mayor Gollum. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Um has come out and doubled down on the announcement that she will only grant one on one interviews to journalists of color. She goes on to say, in looking at the absence of diversity across the City Hall press corps and other newsrooms, sadly, it does not appear that, the, that many of the media institutions in Chicago have caught on and truly have not embraced this moment. I have been struck since my first day on the campaign trail by the overwhelming whiteness and maleness of Chicago media outlets, editorial boards, political press corps, and yes, City Hall press corps specifically. Now, this is one of my favorite things that all these groups like to do. They like to go, there aren't enough these people here.
Let me give you an example of something I know about. Remember, we've heard this argument for a long time in Major League Baseball. There aren't enough black players. You have plenty from the Dominican, from, from, from south of the border. Like We got them from everywhere, but we don't have enough black players. There are some black players. Major League Baseball itself flooded different cities, different places with money to build Little League parks, things like that. Hasn't caught on. You know why? Because maybe a lot of black kids don't want to play baseball. I get it. I, I understand. It's a hard game. You can't force them into playing it, meaning you can't force a major league team to have a certain number of black players on the team. If there are no players available to them, they can't pick from it. And I believe that is the same thing. I, I, I think that if you are in Chicago, this is the part that I don't get. Chicago, one of the leftist cities in all of America, doesn't have black people on their press corps. Are you kidding me? The press, who's the most liberal of anybody out there, and they they aren't promoting people within? Then okay. But I, I what if they aren't there? What if they aren't there to work? Then is she never going to give interviews anymore? And by the way, saying all this still makes you racist. Do your fucking job. Come out and say all this shit. But do your fucking job and do the press one-on-ones. I understand Gollum's point about diversity. The media is truly dominated by white people, and big-profile assignments go to white people. However, it's still hypocrisy, and she's constantly engaging in an effort to engineer society. And engineering society always backfires. Yes, but to the first part of your point, what if there aren't enough black people to go into media? What if they don't want to do that? Because let me, di- let, let me let you in on a little secret. Industries that run on public airwaves, their golden ticket, no matter what, is to have a reporter, a producer, a host that ain't white. That's the main thing. They ain't white. Now, they've got a lot of white women because white women want to do that job. There are a lot of people that don't want to do that job. We can't force people into that job. And I will say this right now. In Chicago, I find it hard to believe that their press corps doesn't offer, and if they aren't, then that's fucking, they're stupid then. Because every other press corps in America does this. You're seeing it more and more everywhere you look. There's a commercial for fucking Walmart on right now about low prices. And it shows uh, a black lady, like, on her cell phone, brushing her teeth, going, oh, that's a low price. And they got kid. uh, there's a kid or two in the bathroom. She's like, oh, that's a low price. And then her white girlfriend sticks her head out of the shower and goes, oh, that is a low price. Okay. Hey, you look, the, the gays... And the multicultures have been thrown into commercials and because that is part of America. 
Absolutely. But the idea that we're going to put people in places where they don't belong just to satisfy numbers. And even the city hall press corps. Maybe they don't have anybody that wanted that job. Honest question. If CNN wants to uh, do an interview with her and they pick Anderson Cooper for the interview, she says no. Is CNN racist or is Beetlejuice homophobic? Oh, that's a great question. Man, I'm kind of stumped on that question. And the reason why I'm stumped is I think they would do it. Because they have somebody working there, Scott, that has a, that, that, that question has come across. Which one is it? So I'll ask you right now, Scott. I'll come back. I'll, I'll throw this back to you. Which one is worse? Which one is worse in America right now? To be racist or to be homophobic? All right, Douglas, he's out. He's going camping. Douglas, I, I, I warn you, my friend. If you hear it, paddle faster. Enjoy your fireworks. Hopefully you got some. And enjoy the lovely Ozarks, my friend. Have a great week and be safe, my friend. Uh, Really, Scott, you would say that being a racist is worse now? See, I look at it differently. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong at all, but this is the way I see it. I think being called a racist is so uh, passe now. It's so blasé. I think homophobic is the one nobody wants to be right now. Nobody wants to be racist. I mean, I'll be racist. I'll be all these things. If you want to call me all these things, that's fine. Then I'll tell you what, to go back to that original question, it then depends on where you sit. And they can allow those two sides to fight. Because if the interview doesn't happen, there will be some sides that say, oh, she's homophobic. And there will be some sides that say, well, why should she have to do that interview? She's black. He's white. Oh, I'm not making that up. Can't fire a black mayor for her opinion. Nope. No, you can't. Did I try to dare you to fire Anderson Cooper for being gay? And by the way, by the way, I just would like to point out that rather than do what's right, I want you to think about this. In the city of Chicago, where children are being gunned down in the streets, black children. Now, granted, that's by black drug dealers that are also in the streets. But we won't talk about that. I, I, I can avoid that. I Okay. Um, here's the mayor of the city dividing the city even more now. 
rather than just bite the bullet and take all the fucking interviews or none of the interviews. You're saying, no, I ain't going to do no more interviews with crackers. Putting that mindset in there that crackers are bad. That's awesome for the for the mayor to put that vibe out there. Oh, Scott, you're a hundred percent right. You you and I are we're we're right on with this. So we, this is a battle of the woke. Which one's worse? And I'm not woke. I've been called both. I don't care. I I really, truly don't care. Oh, man. Unbelievable. All right. Phone number, 775-357-FANS. Okay, good. You're in for a treat. I want shoes that look like gummy bears. That's kind of, isn't that, I hate to say it, but ain't that kind of gay? Have shoes that look like gummy bear colors? That's that's horrible. All right. Oh, shit, I got to go back. Oh, come on now. Come on. I got I to erase all this shit? I thought I erased all this shit. God damn it. George Floyd Square, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't do that one. Okay. No, Jill Biden. Yeah, I got to read that. Lord, now we got some good stuff coming up. We got some real good stuff coming up. All right, hold on a second. Tokyo. Oh, yeah, immigrants. We did that. Uh huh. Okay, good. We can delete all this now. All right, now I can play music and go put some Ambisol on my mouth. And we'll go from there. How's that sound? That sound good? That sounds great. All right.
gmail.com. This is the Army State Show, also known as S. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday. Remember, Buck Boston here tomorrow, special show. You don't want to miss it. Alicia says, we little girls used to call those jellies. Now, these are these were Puma shoes that are colored like, like, like Jolly Ranch or Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears, that's what they're doing. So dumb. I, I, I hate it. They look stupid. All right. Uh, Arnie losing his mind in about five, four, three, two, one. Well, it's going to happen. It's We are going to see this fight now, and I can't wait. By the way, if the United States Golf Association gives in to this, I will have lost all respect for them and will not adhere to any of their rules anymore. On May 13th, Haley Davidson, who they say was born with XY chromosomes, won a professional female's golf tournament. On May 13th, Davidson drained a five-footer for par on the 18th hole to win her first professional title, topping LPGA player Marine Delacour in the process. She also received an email from the USGA stating that she had met the organization's gender policy eligibility criteria and can now compete in its championship. Kale, Kale, Kale. Davidson has had the surgery to remove the parts that made him appear outwardly as a man, his cock and balls. But if you were to look at this athlete standing next to an actually an athlete he's playing against, I'm sorry. He's about eight inches taller, and he has the – now, the player that he's going up against has got some big moosey legs, but he has male moose legs. Here. There is a difference in muscle mass, lung capacity, height, bone structure, bone density – even after he's taking the hormones to fight those dreaded XY chromosomes. And by the way, is she? I'll I'll, I'll be respectful since she has had the surgery. No. No. Flat no. To answer your question, Kale, of course not. They played from the same tees that all the other ladies played from. I know we've joked about this with Caitlyn Jenner over the years, about what tees does Caitlyn play now. Now it's real. And the USGA says that she can play. That That's wrong. I, I apologize. I'm sorry. And, and by the way, whoever wrote this article starts this article out as someone who obviously listens to my show. 
It says, my apologies to half the human race born with double X chromosomes. But y'all aren't good enough to win women's sports these days. And that's the truth. How many more sports need to be affected until somebody says, oh, I see what you're saying. Let's look at track and field. I know I've done that story, what, till I'm blue in the face. What about MMA? The, 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 the female fighter that was once male who has who actually fractured all three women's skulls that she has fought. And now this person has to hit a winning putt to actually qualify. The reason why this person's on the female tour is because they, they can never be on the men's tour. Maybe this person is real. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Maybe they truly are this way. And, and you know what? More power to them. But I'm sorry, there are things you can't do. Your parents lied to you. I, I, I'm here telling you all this. When your parents tell you there's nothing you can't do, there are things you can't do. I, I, I'm just going to tell you that, boys. Every boy that's listening right now, if you're a parent and you're mad at me right now, you need to look in the mirror and go, I should be mad at myself. Because, boys, you're never going to give birth. Ever. No matter what, you can never give birth. You will never be able to do that. Now, girls, on your own, you can never become a penis mom. It's true. Now, if you get one added to you, then I don't think your days of modeling are ahead of you because those things look kind of Frankensteinish. But you can never be a penis model. So don't try. Why would you try? I, and, and by the way, this is what will be next. I don't ask that question anymore. We're going to get people that model things that don't have it. We're going to have women become penis models. I don't know how it's going to work, but we're going to get it done. We're going to do it. Not every boy can grab their cock and helicopter it, but I heard the president can. He's got a big stick. I, I look, and I will play that. Be Coop, once I get that recorded in, I will play that shit all the time. Guarantee the president's got a big stick. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. Joe! <laughs> it was from an old interview that he did. I think he was vice president at the time when he did that interview. I'm still going to use it against him because that's what the media does. By the way, I, 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 I doubt that I'm overreacting or you guys think that I'd be overreacting to this, but I'll ask the question, am I overreacting to this? Just wondering. Am I overreacting that, that, that women's sports are now even more of a joke? I, am I overreacting? Just sent me this video. It's like this pelican or whatever. 
and it looks like it's going to take out a kid, which I love watching kid videos when they get hurt. This motherfucker just gobbled up a fucking duck or a goose, a baby goose. It just picked it up and said, <laughs> That shit was awesome. Missed the question. Uh, am I overreacting to me being upset that a former man is now probably going to be allowed to join the LPGA? They're not a joke. They're hilarious. And, and then, and, and I furthered it by saying, does this make women's sports more of a joke? Now, I know for women, it's not a joke. I know that a lot of women take pride in sports. Alicia, I think, is one of those women, and I don't make fun of her. I'm not making fun of female MMA stuff. But once you become a laughing stock, and the further you allow this to go, I, I know it's not the UFC that allows the uh, the former man to beat up those women. I know that's not the former UFC because if UFC went down that road, they would become a laughing stock. Because yes, Alicia, you're right. This ruins women's sports. Yes, it does. This ruins the integrity of all sports, no matter what it is. When they let Oscar Pistorius run. In the Olympics, that was not a feel-good story, people. They allowed someone to cheat in the Olympics when he ran with those blades. And by the way, he got smoked. Why? Because he didn't belong there. He didn't belong. They have their own... See, this is the thing I don't understand. You fight so hard to get, get credibility and awesome shit done to Paralympics. You go out there and you win all the medals, great, but that's not good enough. Now you want to compete in the regular Olympics? Well, you're not good enough. Pretty soon those good athletes are going to start slowing down to let you win because we already, we already do that, you see. They're going to feel bad for you. Maybe not at an Olympic level, but eventually. Fuck White, Dana White never do that, no. They would never let blades be run. Real real commissioners would never allow that. The LCA let Pistorius take a stab at running. Yeah, he got used. Well, well, he, he took a stab at running. <laughs> and then he shot the shit out of his girlfriend. I heard he's good friends with OJ. Yeah, except he got caught and convicted. OJ's like, no, no, no. They can have him put a glove on you. Now, there's a, a meme running on my computer right now. I, I, I can't get it to play out loud. Just some like a bunch of old white guys, and just quiet down, baby. He's talking down to him. Look, I, I, I'm sorry. I hold sports, professional athletes and professional sports, at a, a very, very high standard. I know it's strictly entertainment. It doesn't really, you know, I, 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 everybody's always, you know, when I get bummed out when the Cowboys or Longhorns lose, how does that affect your life? Well, it makes my day shittier because I'm bummed my favorite team lost. That's why. That's how it affects my life. To all those non-sports people that, that get a kick out of saying that kind of shit, let me be the first sports fan to tell you this. Eat my shit. I don't care that you don't like sports. Fuck you. Why are you so upset that, that Brad Pitt is breaking up with Jennifer Aniston? There are people like that. You're not going to ever meet them. I'll let you have that. 
You let me have that my day is ruined, that my University of Texas lost. Sports matter. Sports matter. Especially to those that are involved. You're going to go now on the LPGA Tour, and you're going to possibly. Let, let me just say this right now. I'm, I'm betting that, that this, this fella, I'm sorry, this lady, isn't that good if she needed a putt to win a tournament. She's good for a female golfer. Now, I, I've played with women that have played in the LPGA, and they are great golfers. I never beat my friend Erica. Never beat her. She kicked my ass because she ate, slept, and drank golf 24-7. I don't think that this person is going to have that. I, I, I just don't. Because they don't have golf to eat, drink, and breathe 24-7. They have golf, and then they have their issues. The other golfers, they just have golf. So, uh, to, um, what's, what's this person's name? Davidson, uh, Haley, Haley Davidson. Uh, I wish you nothing but contempt. And, uh, if, if I were to ever see you on a golf course, I would probably boo. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm there to root for the real ladies. So, sorry. Well. So, you know, on this show, we talk a lot, and I don't know why we talk so much about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I guess I'm just enthralled with them. I, 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 I guess it's something about them that I just don't understand, and I have to talk out. I, 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 I don't even know what to think of Harry anymore. Does Harry want to be back in the good graces of the queen? Hey, ask family, I'm asking you. What do you think Harry wants? Now, I haven't been to the, to the range of golfing because I hurt my knee the first time I played, and it's finally getting better. I'll probably, I'm, next week, I'm, I'm going to go out, Richard. I'm going to go out next week. Uh, I was going to say here. Okay, so here's, here's the question I got for you, ask family. Does, does no. Does Harry want to get back into the royal family, or is he content on being Meghan's bitch? I think that's a good way to word it. is just itself a shell of a human now, Alicia says. I agree. Harry wants to drive through a tunnel with paparazzi. You think he'll have dandruff like his mom? I, I mean, we know that because they found her head and shoulders in the glove compartment. Hey, now! Uh, 
let's see. Uh, he just wants some of that wonder pussy, Ogre says. Braddy says he wants back in. Christopher says he just wants the free money from the Royals without any of the responsibilities. I agree with that part. Harry wants to have his cake and eat it, too. He still wants to be a Royal, but woke, too. Well, the reason why I ask this question is because it seems like one interview with Oprah wasn't enough, even though they threw Oprah under the bus. Prince Harry, it's being said, they will be releasing more, quote, truth bombs in a very personal episode for a new mental health docuseries. The series is going to be called The Me You Can't See. It premieres this Friday on Apple TV. Oh, my. Oh, 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 we have a clip. Oh, let's, let, shall we? Yes. Tell me the All over the you. world, people are in some kind of mental, psychological, emotional pain. Shut up. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy? Lost it. Can't keep it together. Clinically depressed. With that stigma of being labeled the other, the telling of the story, being able to say, this is what happened to me, is crucial. See, I write stories. I write them on my arm. Only I can read them, but the doctor calls it self-harm. So can somebody tell me it's okay not to be okay and do not tell me quietly because mental health matters and that's the reality. Are you a rapper? Just Okay. I've seen enough. I, I understand that there are folks out there that can't put the big boy britches and big girl britches on. I get it. And we have to hold their hand through life. And we stop at every little fucking tulip that we can and smell it. We, we, look, there are people in society that are like that. Really, this, this, this is one of those things. Oh, oh, mental health. Oh. Everybody has a fucking story, Oprah. <laughs> John Cena is suing over the name. Oh, God. The trailer also showed a 12-year-old Harry alongside his father standing at attention at his mother's casket passed by on the day of the funeral. You know who wasn't? let, Let me just say this right now. Princess Diana, yes. It was a tragedy that she died. It's a tragedy her sons had to bury her. Are they trying to say that that this was a traumatic experience? Let's remember little John F. Kennedy Jr., shall we? That little motherfucker in his little short pantsuit outfit that he was wearing. I wasn't born yet, but I've seen the video. He salutes his daddy's casket. His daddy's head was blown off. But he didn't have mental issues. Not like Harry. What about the other kid? What about William? Why is William so well put together? So in this trailer, Meghan Markle's wearing a Raising the Future t-shirt. Oh, I'm sure it cost $12 billion from some fucking, from Gucci. She also made a cameo in the trailer, smiling and looking over Harry's shoulder as he worked at his laptop. 
That motherfucker ain't working on a goddamn laptop. That motherfucker, she's checking on him to make sure he's not beating it to porn. Really, Harry typing away. Shut up. See, I, I love, I love that when you go to movies, you're supposed to suspend your disbelief. Hour and a half movie, I can do that because I'm I'm throwing myself into the entertainment for the most part, unless it's too egregious. 30-second commercial, I am not doing that. Oh, there's Megan checking on Harry as he's working away. Doing what? What's he doing? Is he working on his memoirs? Is he typing out a scathing comment on Instagram? Glimpses of the series. Interviews from Glenn Close to Lady Gaga. This is my favorite thing. How about this? You know what you should do? How about you interview somebody nobody fucking knows? Somebody with some real issues. Because, man, oh, man, I'll tell you this right now. Give me Lady Gaga money. Give me Lady Gaga fame. Fame and the money, because I want them both. I'm more about the fame, honestly. I would much rather have that. I'll be open and honest with you. I'd much rather have that. But I get them both, because I'm making the rules of this game. You ain't never going to catch me on one of these programs. You want to know why? I ain't got no fucking problems now. I ain't got no problems that any of my fans ever need to worry about. The only thing my fans have to worry about is me showing up to do my job. And I do that pretty much on the regular. (sighs) I want you to feel bad for me because, look, I talk about it on this. (laughs) Harry was sending Courtney Stodden to go kill yourself DM. I talk about it, and I only bring it up on this show every once in a while. And I talk about it even less in my personal life, unless I'm hurting and I I really want to think about things. My birth mother died when I was five months old. I never got to meet my birth mother. So, by the way, Harry, I had it worse than you. So, there you go. We all have stories. Every once in a while when I think about it, it does upset me that I never got to know. It it does, but... That's not your problem. I know there are people that are listening to this show right now that have surgeries coming up. They, they have all this. I, I, I think about my friend Marcus Allen right now. This is why I hate people like Oprah and Harry, all these people that have billions upon billions of dollars, then go, well, look at me. I have had problems. Well, good. Show us how you worked through them. Don't tell us about your problems. Show us what you did. Now, if that includes sucking dick to the top, then it includes sucking dick to the top. But I, I, I bet you that right now, my friend Mark S. Allen would love to trade spots with me and me having to be the bad thing of my mom died when I was five months old. As long as he didn't have to go what he's going through right now, his real shit with his son. We all have stories. 
Everybody has a story. Everybody has had a fucking pitfall. And I say a vast majority of people have picked themselves up, dusted themselves off, and moved on. Did the pitfall happen to them? Yes. Is it in their psyche and their brain forever? Yes. But it's their problem to deal with. It's not Oprah's. And, and Oprah and, and and Harry talking about this is fantastic, whatever. I, to me, it's to me it's a bunch of soapboxing. That's all it is. It's just soapboxing. Because, by the way, what happened to Oprah probably won't happen to you. What happened to Harry definitely will never happen to you. You will never be the empire of the network, most likely. Odds are against you. I'm not saying that you can't do it based on anything. I'm just saying odds are against you. The odds are against you ever being a prince in England. Hey, Harry, try dealing with degenerative discs in your neck and lower back and living with constant pain. Your insurance doesn't want to pay for a bunch of treatments, and you don't have millions of dollars and the best doctors in the world. You spoil, ungrateful, entitled fuck. Go fall into a pit full of dick-eating piranhas. Exactly. That's my point. Right there. Everybody has a story. Which means people that you know have stories and friends. You willing to help them out? That's great. I think that's awesome. I pray for Ogre every fucking night. He doesn't know that until now. I I pray for a lot of ass family members every night. Now, I'm not saying that's the way you got to go, and I'm not saying it makes me a better person. I'm just telling you what my night consists of because I love you guys. I know you guys. You guys made me the broadcaster that I am, and I truly do care about you. And I would care about bigger audiences, too, and I have cared about bigger audiences because without you guys, I'm fucking talking to nobody right now. I know that. I know that for a fact. I, I fought tooth and nail to get everywhere, every place I've ever been. I had struggles along the way. Yes. Alcoholism. Suicide attempt. All this kind of, and you guys know about it, and I've told you because I don't want to hide anything from you. But I keep going. I don't run away from the problem. I have surgery planned on July. Most people go, fuck, I have to surgery. I'm like, fuck, yes, I get surgery. I, uh, I, I, I saw a friend of mine at lunch last week in Ogre who had, uh, he, had the back sur- he had back surgery. And I'm not trying to scare you, a problem. And it worked good for about two months, and then it didn't. And then they had to do kind of the invasive surgery where they went in in the front and the back. He says he's doing great now, but he was, da- he was on it. He couldn't move for like six weeks. Literally, he couldn't move for six weeks. He says he's all better now, and, and life is fantastic. So I, it, I, I pray for him. I, pray, I, I, I do a lot of praying. You can stop praying for me, Arnie. Almost after 40 years, it hasn't helped. Well, I know you say that, but you're usually the top of that list. After I talk to Dad. 
And the neurosurgeon said he'd try to keep a chunk of the disc so I can put it in a jar and taunt it. Yeah, Doc went over all the risks. I was thinking, blah, 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 hack me open. And good, because you want to be fixed. Why? Because you want to move on. See, people like Oprah and, and things like that, they like to go back and they like to look at how they suffered so much and then not realize you need to move on. Oprah, let, let me be the first one to tell you, you have a magical life. You're somebody who, who doesn't know what the word line means anymore. You never, ever have to worry about saying this phrase. How great is this? No, no, that's not the phrase. This is the phrase. How much is that? You never have to worry about that. Regular people like us, we worry about that. We worry about what the answer is. How much is that? Oh, okay. I, I found out yesterday, and this, this it, it bums me out because I know how expensive it is. I'm going to try my hardest to work a deal whenever we can finally get a new dog. I have fallen in love with pit bull pocket-sized dogs. They're, they're, they're the, the pit bulls with the really runty legs. With the, they're really, really small. I always wanted a basset hound because they were small dogs, but I saw – and it's, it's called Scorpion Kennels, and they're out of California, and, and the, the, I guess the owner's a big fan. So I'm going to try to work a deal. But I asked him, and he, he said that they're, they just made it. He'll know more in 30 days. Not that I'm going to get it anytime soon, but I'm, I'm just in contact. I, I said, well, how much do they usually go for? He said, usually started about two grand. So it's like one of those things, and oh, no, 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 no. No, no, this dog's name is going to be Dusty. I'm naming him after the American dream. When Bubba finally leaves home. Door is open, Bub. Door is wide open, you jackass. But the the reason why I tell that story is because when I asked that question, I was afraid of the answer. It's expensive, so it's going to have to be a while. So I'm not going to get one maybe this set, maybe the next set. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe two sets, three sets from now. But Oprah Winfrey and Harry don't ever have to worry. They don't have to worry about their electricity being turned off. They don't ever have to worry about running out of gas. They have so much money that they didn't forget their favorite shirt at the dry cleaner. Their kids, they will have tutors, and they will go to the best schools. There, there, there you go. That one's not Oprah because, well, she ain't got no kids. I can imagine you on a rocking chair on the front porch with a basset hound, chewing tobacco and quietly judging all the assholes who walk or drive by. Now, see, I, I, I like that picture of me. I love that picture of me. But can you imagine on one side of that rocking chair, See, this is the dream. You have Bubba, who's old by that time. And then you have little Dusty. Little Dusty. We're going to call him little Dusty. Because those, those pocket-sized pit bulls, are, they're just the cutest things in the world. Instead of having a big, my big old droopy pussy dog is the 200-pounder. The one you got to worry about is this little one, this midget. They look like midget dogs. They're fantastic. 
And by the way, I've done, yeah, I've done, and Brady Kid's done a lot of stuff. I, I really don't want to deal with a whiny Basset Hound. I know that knowing that I got the dumbest Mastiff of all time, who I dearly love, but he is stupid. I know that I would get the loudest Basset Hound of all time. <laughs> Teach Dusty to bark hard times, baby. Hard times, daddy. Hard times. Uh, all right, so enough about them. This is what I love, though, is that we can all sit here and we can all realize that these people who are telling us, oh, it's not that bad, get over it, they never have to worry about that shit again. So why don't you guys just shut the fuck up? How about that, Harry? How about you be happy that you live in America and you can promote all these fucking shows that you want to put on that make the world, you don't have to star in them, though. Maybe get people that, somebody that people can relate to. I honestly think that's why I watch Intervention so much. And I truly do root for those people. Because I was there. I know what it's like. It sucks. It's horrible. But hey, you can make it through the other side. I don't ever root against those people. I know what it's like. And and I think that's why I watch that show so much. My buddy had a pit chihuahua mix, named it Pookie. What a cool-ass dog, Pookie. Yeah, Dusty. Oh, Dusty would be awesome. Now, speaking of people who have had substance abuse issues, Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing, the Friends reunion is happening May 27th. It's been filmed. It's in the can now. There is a preview that's going around. It's going to be on HBO Max, which means I'll have to download it on my Fire Stick. No problem. I am very excited. Wait a second. Kate Harrelson kicked off Lang. Talking about Perry was Raina. Okay. Chrissy Teigen calls out Ben Affleck, Matthew Perry's creepy videos. Uh, Chrissy Teigen doesn't get to call anybody out because, well, she's been canceled. They're saying that Matthew Perry slurred his words and had a thousand-yard stare in a video to promote the Friends reunion. The clip showing the 51-year-old actor in odd-gazed and labored speech. They're thinking that he's back on the shit, so here we go. I, I have it. I don't... I hope this isn't... That had the clock on it, and I gave it to Lisa Kudrow, because she one point looked at it and thought it was a real clock. And I gave it to her. So that's the scene right there. Yeah, he sounds a bit hammered. He has been in and out of rehabs. I know that for a fact. Knew that. I I have secondhand knowledge on that. Uh... I stole a cookie jar statement and other off-sounding comments. Stunned fans. Just saw people interviewing. Can't believe Matthew Perry looks like. Seriously, it breaks my heart. Did he have a stroke or anything? I, I don't think he's had a stroke. Sounds like the episode where he took the allergy medicine to be able to smile. Oh, for the fucking pictures. That was funny. 
Drug addiction. Skinny accident. Was out of control. Unhealthy. Years of it. Uh, released from a hospital after surgery. Is now happily engaged to da da da. Swimmer who plays Ross on the show told people the story. Over the years, we've struggled with different obstacles and challenges, and I think in those times, been able to reach out. His his reps haven't reached out for people and in, in to comment on it. Yeah, I think I I think watching this is a little sad to see him like that. Am I surprised? No, I'm not surprised. No, of course not. Like these that. These Hollywood actors that, that do all this kind of stuff, like I said, there's a lot of shit they don't have to worry about. And that's why they go to this. It's like a built-in worry. They have so much money they don't know what to do with it, so why not party all night? I'm going to tell you this right now. Well, and, and it's a good thing that I don't have all the money in the world. Like, I'm not a big superstar celebrity. I already know that I've gone down the road of drugs, and I know I can't go down that road again. So you give me all the money in the world, I'm just telling you right now. I have at least 365 different pairs of sunglasses. At least. 365 watches. I'm wearing new shit every damn day. I'm just telling you right now. You need money to spend. If you're a pro athlete and you need a personal shopper, I'm here to help. I can shop for you. I'm telling you this right now. Maybe one day I just have a fucking uh, a craving for go-karts. If I got all the money in the world and buy all my friends go-karts and we're going to drive around town. No, no, town. He had surgery for gastrointestinal poopy type stuff. That's the only thing they said in the article. I just I, Something I never got about celebrities and stuff and then... It happened, and I was like, oh, okay. But, yeah, that'd be cool, man. Shit. Just telling you right now. Oh, I, I, the T-shirt collection, the hat collection, I would need houses for them. But if I got all the money in the world, then it's no problem. All right. So Matthew Perry, he's, I don't know. But that is... Uh, it's a week from tonight. The Friends reunion is a week from tonight. Okay, good to know. By the way, just to, to let you know, we have break. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Kanye West has not decided if he will run for president again in 2024. <laughs> Kanye, we're all desperately waiting. I'll bring some turtle shells to throw at people on our little go-kart adventure. Awesome. You know, imagine that. Christopher, you think you'd be cool enough to be in the posse? I, I You know what? I, I'd let you be down in the posse. Got Ogre in there. Alicia's there. Friday Kid's there, of course. Tommy. Be like a big motorcycle gang. Hangtown Jen. Hangtown Mike can be there too. Just have everybody there. Dave Co. Get Zach, who we haven't heard from in a couple days. We just drive the mean streets of Rockwall, Texas. See, if I had all the money in the world, this is what I'd do. I'd do a compound. 
You guys could all live at the compound. We have like 10,000 acres. You got a big-ass house on the compound. Oh, you guys can live there. You just have to listen to me every morning. That's the only rule. You have to listen to the show every morning. And you guys have to go get me sponsors. That way we can pay to live on those this ground. Straight fire, you can be there. You can live on the back 40. And every day after the show, we meet, and that's when we decide what hijinks we're going to do sometimes. Like, we ain't going to do it every day. Like, you're not my, like, minions. But, you know, one, once, like once a week, we do an ass family day outing. Today, it's going to be on go-karts. Who, who knows? Maybe tomorrow, it's camels. I don't know. I don't know how I'll be feeling. The ass pound. I don't know about that. V Coop, that's great thinking there to get the name started. But the ass pound, I, I don't know. I think that might get some strange looks from people driving by. Arnie's dream of truly becoming a cult leader. I'm not. It's not a cult leader. I do the same show, but we just all live together. And then randomly, maybe, I don't know, do some fight club type stuff. I don't know. What I do know is that Kanye West has not decided yet if he'll run for president. God damn it, Kanye, we need to know. (laughs) The outings will be called ma-ass gatherings. Ma-ass. I like it. All right, so, uh, by the way, uh, hey, Kanye, nobody gives a fuck. Just letting you know, buddy. Hey, Patna, hey, Patna, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something mean, Gene. Kanye West is a fucking turd. Just going to tell you that right now. Who the fuck cares? Shut up, Yeezy. Now, this is so dumb. Stop it. I hate this. And you guys know I hate when I have to stand up for somebody I don't like. This is one of the Kardashian slash Jenners. Kendall. Is that a Kardashian? Kendall Jenner. Okay. She decided to launch a, a brand of tequila last week. Okay, celebrities have been doing this now for a while. Remember George Clooney sold his tequila company with Cindy Crawford's husband for like close to a billion dollars? The, these moguls, the, these Hollywood, they, they have to invest their money in stuff because they're not all buying 365 watches like me. Tim in Grass Valley, good morning. What's up, buddy? Um, she launched 818 Tequila in her home state of California. She put a video on Twitter, and it's her walking through, like, an agave field, and she's got, like, jeans on and, like, a sweater and a T-shirt. Well, what's she supposed to wear? I can see the this person. Is, is there a video? Is, is there a video? Or, well, let's see if I have video of this. 
and I'll tell you if it's bad or not. This is just fucking retarded. Somebody wrote, I can see the pain in this old man's eyes, Kendall Jenner. She's selling tequila. This is a fucking commercial. There's no cultural appropriation here. Fucking George Strait has tequila. Fucking called Codigo. He wrote a fucking song about it. There ain't George Strait ain't Mexican. Is that okay that he has his own tequila? By the way, James Corden is gonna host most of the uh, Friends reunion. Who knew? Because I believe Jennifer Anderson is best friends with Ellen, and Ellen is staying at Courtney Kardashian or Courtney Cox's house. Boy, I tell you what, man, Ellen sitting. I, I, this is, this is so amazing to me. It all started at a Dallas Cowboys game when Ellen sat next to George W. Bush. She was canceled from that moment on. And look at the attacks on this woman. Look, you don't have to find Ellen funny. You don't have to fucking go behind her cause. You can tell she's a pretty decent person. I, I, I mean, I, I see some of the things that, like, for, for humankind. Maybe she is a dickhead of a boss. I don't know. But maybe otherwise she's a good person. All it took was her sitting next to, it wasn't her, like, fucking, you know, raping midgets. She sat next to George W. Bush and has become canceled ever since then. The, it, it, it's funny. It really is. It, it, it's not funny. It's sad. But it's funny sad. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. There it is. Look, look at that. The Rock has Terramanta tequila, and it's really good. And The Rock ain't Mexican. The Rock is Samoan and black. Nobody's going to say anything to him. If you call her out, you got to call out The Rock. You got to call out Clooney. You got to call out George Strait. Call out George Strait in front of me and see what fucking happens. Kendall launches tequila, takes spotlight and shelf space away from hardworking entrepreneur who actually gives a fuck about their craft. Let's hear it for small businesses while drinking tequila of an entitled trust fund baby. Oh, I fucking hate celebrity brands. They're shit. Oh, for the most part, yes. But see, that's this this is the best. This is the best. I'm glad you did that, Oak. I'm glad you launched on that. Allow the market to decide. He's not saying ban it. He's upset that her her tequila is on a shelf and it it, it took shelf space away from Sarge. Work harder. Like that's what I see when I see in this. And I understand. And and by the way, you're hundred percent right. But I'll tell you this right now, that entrepreneur is going to work a lot harder and let the market decide. Her tequila, why in the fuck is she branding a tequila? If you were a little girl and liked her and liked her makeup, you might and probably have moved on by now. You see, that's why, pardon me, all the, the ladies on this show who love either the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, NKOTB, 
Do you want to know why that most of those guys look forward to doing that tour? Because that's their only source of income. They aren't selling out stadiums all over the world in a three-year time frame. They do it every five, six years. Because the market says, yeah, we'll, we'll, take, we'll, we'll, we'll take a remember show here every once in a while. Jorge Strato, George Strait Tequila is the official tequila of ass. Only, only if the official tequila of ass learns how to spell the last name of George Strait. Um, by the way, she pays for the shelf space. Well, well, that's the whole thing. The entrepreneur can't afford it. They can raise the price, and she can pay it. And the problem is, is if that shit sits on the shelf long enough, it will. The owners will go. No, we don't want. We don't want your money for that. We'll take the entrepreneurs again. And then these celebrities and their fans claim they care about people. Yeah, I mean, look. Come on, let the market decide. I mean, Donald Trump University shit the bed. Not everything that I, I mean, it, it's funny. Like, I think this is a terrible launch for her. This is an awful launch for her. You know why? Her market is teen girls. She still looks like she's a teenager. I know that she's a mom and she's had, what, sex a million times. I don't, I don't give a fuck. She, look at her. Her putting out tequila is a dumb business move. If she were to put out an energy drink, she would be worth a trillion dollars. Trillion. Because that's who her group is. You have to know who you're marketing to. If you're Kendall Jenner and you're marketing to fucking hardcore tequila drinkers, they're not going to buy your shit, hon. Because they're like ogre. They realize a lot of the celebrity shit is just garbage. But she has every right to do it. If she wants to put her hand in that, she can do that. Fuck, I hate standing up for her. God damn it, that pisses me off. Oh, something else that pisses me off, this story right here. Country singer Janet Kramer. I got to say, Janet Kramer, she, she's a cutie. I don't know any of her music. Oh, let, 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 let's see. Hold on a second here. Let, let's see. I do not have any of her music. Let's see, J-A-N-A, Jana, Kaya, Aura, Jenna Kramer. There we go. All right, here we go. Let, let, I want I want to hear what this gal said. The ultimate warrior missed the market on energy drinks. Pete branded one, no one would know what Red Bull was. No shit. By the way, he's the A&E biography this Sunday. I'm actually really looking forward to that. I was never a big Ultimate Warrior fan. Never a big Ultimate Warrior guy. Uh, but I am looking forward to this. He wrestled as the Dingo Warrior here in, at the Sportatorium with Sting. Why is this taking so long? Come on now. All right, come on, Browse. Well, well, we'll go on. 
So her husband and her have been having a tumultuous relationship. Her husband's a former NFL player. Oh, here we go. Janet Crane. I Got the Boy. This is the song. Okay, this is her biggest song. This is the number one downloaded song. Let's see if it's any good. Or if it even comes up. All right, we'll let it come up. So he has been cheating on his wife pretty much ever since they first got together. on. God damn it. Christopher says, I'm a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Christopher, have you been watching the uh, A&E biographies? We're going to talk a lot of wrestling tomorrow. And sorry, but, you know, Buck Faustin's here tomorrow, and he's a big wrestling fan. And we have, we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch tomorrow, wrestling edition. Uh, If you haven't checked any of those out, and Dark Side of the Ring is on tonight, and tonight is the one about when they went to go wrestle, uh, the WCW, I believe, went and wrestled in North Korea in front of 190,000 people. That's the story tonight. Following that, Dark Side of Football Tonight episode, which I highly recommend. Uh, uh, It's uh, the, the cheating scandal in all the ways that the New England Patriots cheated. When I saw that, I texted Daveco immediately. I was like, Daveco, you got to see this. So he's excited about that. That's on tonight. Uh, what else was I going to say? I had one more. Oh, Christopher, since you're there, I got to tell you that uh, that 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 Law and Order, uh, the spinoff. Hold on a second. Let me let me make sure I've got everything right here. Where is it? Where's the music bed? Seriously, it's not in music beds. It's got to be. This has got to be in music beds. Oh, you're kidding. There it is, finally. I really like the new show, The Stabler. I can't wait to watch tonight's episode. I hope that all seasons aren't just one story like this one is. Dave Coe says, I'll be watching and taking notes. All right, so now back to football. This guy, Jenna Kramer. Back to Jenna Kramer. Oh, once again, we Jenna Kramer song. Okay, here we go. What play? I got the boy. I saw your picture in the paper. Honeymoon in Jamaica. She's a lucky girl. I I hate it. All right, country singer. Okay, whatever. Cutie, like I said. So her her husband, who who cheated on her, claimed, "Oh, I, I have sexual addiction. I have sexual addiction." So he's like, "Oh, okay." And then they were trying to work on it with just him and her. And of course, he had a slip, meaning he fucked somebody else. And then they worked on it again, and then he slipped a couple times, didn't tell her about it, and then a couple more times. Now they're getting divorced, okay? The guy's a piece of shit. And now he's a bigger piece of shit because 
They're getting divorced. They have two kids. And she has to pay him $592,000 fucking dollars. The money has to do with any claims made in their marital home. Kramer will keep the property where the two live, but he will be able to keep furniture from the master bedroom and the bar room. He will also be able to keep a truck, a desk, dumbbells, the agreement states. I I, I have to say, I, I let, let me just... Christopher, yeah, yeah I, I have an addiction also to oxygen. Now, I am somebody who suffers from ad- addiction. Now, let, let me define what addiction is. And I'll define it using terms that I've heard in a lot of my meetings that I go to. To me, this is what addiction is. I wouldn't want any of the bedroom furniture <laughs> if I was hurt. Yeah, no shit. Um, I'd be pissed. I'm pissed that she's got to pay. He cheated on her, and she's got to pay. Sister, I feel you. Look, come on, let, let, let's bump fists. I, I wanted to say let me fist you, but that would have been wrong. So let's bump fists. If you want me to, I mean. Uh, this whole sexual addiction thing. Now, to me, addiction is something that takes over your life and it controls you. Everything that you do leads towards that. Okay. That's what I think. And I think it's something in your brain. And I think, look, and I know that we've had this discussion on the air, and I'm not here to have the discussion. I'm not going to tell you how to feel about it. I'm going to tell you what it means to me, and we'll, we'll, we can stay friends. I think it's a, it's a mental disease. I think addiction is a mental disease. Now, there are a lot of people that say, no, it's not a disease. It's just I, I've been told that it's, you're weak-willed. That one was in writing. That was that was the one that kind of stuck with me. I was like, oh, okay. I get the physical act of using drugs, drinking. I, I understand that, and that's a way to escape. These people who have sex addictions. Yep. Oh, Tim, you stole my joke. You know why divorce is so expensive? Because it's fucking worth it. You know what? Tim, you inspired me. Let's do it. Time to time to do this one. I haven't I haven't done a live one on the show in a while, in a week. <clears throat> Taking dad jokes back because my dad never took Damn it. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. Why are divorces so expensive? Because they're fucking worth it. Okay, we'll put that up later. Oh, by the way, remember, possible crank call happening tomorrow. Where, no, I hate dad jokes, Christopher. I'm taking dad jokes back. I I fucking hate all these goddamn shit jokes that are being told. I'm at war with dad jokes. I've got like 68 of those things up. But. When I when I when I 
faced my addiction of alcohol. I haven't had it drop in over 24 years. When I finally faced my addiction to pills, I haven't had those in over five years. Okay? When somebody gives up sex, they can still have sex. I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Because if you're addicted to something and then you, you, you get over your addiction, you can no longer do that object again. Arnie, what's going on with your voice? It's just, I don't know, it's shoddy right now. The weather's shit. <clears throat> Maybe I just talk too much. Probably have strained vocal cords again. That was it yesterday, the tooth. Tooth feels a lot better. Da- I mean, it's sensitive. Like, if I touch a tooth, it hurts now on the bottom. I get through with Ambisol, and, and like yesterday, I just fucking painted it out. I gutted it out. Stuck a dip on the side and finally just went numb. But fuck that shit. I, I'm taking Buck Faustin to Hutchins today, baby. Gotta get me some fucking ward-winning barbecue. Yeah, that shit's going down today. Gonna get me a, 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 a Texas Tornado. And what that is, that's a jalapeno, and it's wrapped in bacon, and it's got cream cheese and brisket on the inside of the, the, the jalapeno. And I believe it's deep fried and it's smoked. I know it's spring in Texas, but a long-ass time since you went uh, through that. Oh, isn't that pollen season there now? It could be. I, I mean, I don't know. It has been a long time. I have to get my allergies back. That I had here. Live stream that shit, Arnie. <laughs> what the barbecue eating? <laughs> uh, I feel bad for this gal, though. She's got to pay almost $600,000 to a guy that was never faithful to her. Man, oh, man. He's a big dude. I wouldn't call him, like, a piece of shit to his face or anything like that. Like, that's why I have a show. So I can call the guy a piece of shit. Now he can live his life. Go out there and fucking, you know, get whatever kind of fucking diseases you got. Oh, shit, with Buck here today, we can do it. I can do the hi in the store. Can I get a hi Oh, I'm sensing... Lots of trouble today. (laughs) Sorry. That does suck. Oh, oh, Andrew, absolutely. Yes, I'm one of those guys. I don't know what state they got married in. Obviously, it's one of those dickhead, no-fault state. Let me just tell you something. Everything is somebody's fault. Everything is somebody's fault. If you're that somebody, then it's your fault. This no-fault divorce. Was I a good husband? Yes. Did I hit my wife? Never. Did I cheat on her? Never. She cheated on me all the time. Did she hit me? Yes. No-fault state, Mr. States, you have to pay. Fuck you. 
Using sex addiction to justify cheating is a complete fucking cop-out. All it is is a new way to justify not being mature enough to be loyal to one person. Yeah, there you go. Correct the mundo. Remember when Halle Berry, before Halle Berry got beat up by Dave Justice when she was dating him early, early on in her life. She was married to some, I don't know, some wannabe actor guy who cheated on her, and he claimed sex addiction. That was the first time we ever heard it. I didn't buy it back then. And by the way, yeah, the guy's cured now. He was cheating. Are there people out there? I mean, Dr. Drew did the sex edition show. And I got to say, like, there were a couple people on that show I could see. Like, the drummer from Rat. Like, if that guy wasn't playing drums, he was either fucking or jerking off. So, okay, I, I can see why he's got a little issue. But, like, Amber Smith, the model, the hot model that was on drug rehab, she said she was a sex addict because she was going out and hoeing it up and getting paid to hoe it up. Well, she was taking that money to buy drugs. So does that make you a sex addict? I don't think so. But, hey, the TV show got her even more money. Who has sex addiction and cheats on how he fucking bury? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Or, or wait. Who has sex addiction and cheats on ha- fucking Halle Berry? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Uh-oh. Wow. Wow, that's you. Oh, fuck. Um, let me, K-N-O-W, let me know. All right, good. It's awesome to see that. Congratulations. Congrats on that. That is pretty cool. Interesting. All right. I'll look at that later. All right. Uh, if I had sex addiction, Halle Berry who would be the one who I'd want to be married to, right? I mean, seriously. You know, if she's in Hollywood, may- maybe talk to her and go, hey, maybe you can get, I don't know, Shaka Khan involved. Maybe they're open to that. I don't know. Sex edition. You just got caught cheating, asshole. That's it. Uh, we haven't talked about our girl in forever, yo. You know our girl. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. 
your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Just lean. Tim says, and now I'm soft. <laughs> and now I'm soft. A lot of people think that her and Billy Bob Thornton actually did have sex in the movies Monsters Balls. Monster Ball. Monsters Ball. Okay, that's it. Jisleen uh, Maxwell has been given the green light, if you will, for a new Discovery Plus show called Chasing Jisleen, a docuseries that investigates the alleged sex trafficker, abuser, and Jeffrey Epstein accomplice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paramount announced uh, the good fight premiere June 24th. Okay. They have no idea when it's going to re- release. But they are going to release something. They are going to do something. Who could they? St- I mean, since it's going to be Discovery Channel, they can't get anybody good to star in it. Get like Lori Laughlin. She could play that part perfectly. Get her a haircut. You, you can get Chris Jenner or Chris Kardashian. Mama, the, the mama, the pimp. That's right. I just called a white woman a pimp. That's what she is. Chris Jenner is nothing more than a fucking well-dressed white woman pimp. She walks into that fucking house with all the daughters. You bitches got my money. Slapping them around. He keeps that, she keeps that one trick. Rob, he's at home. He's the muscle. I thought they did have sex. I haven't seen the movie, but since it came out, I was pretty sure that there was never uh, that there was Wiener, and it was going in the right place. I don't think they were dating at the time. I mean, I could be wrong, but everybody said that I'd never seen the I've never seen the movie. Angel Hearts, another one where they said Lisa Bonet was actually having sex with Mickey Rourke. Uh-uh, no, shit, no. You know what? Rob is the madam. Oh, no, the, the owner of that fucking, the owner of them bitches and Chris's stable is Chris. Mm-mm. I'd be a funny parody right there. See, now, once again, once again. I come up with these ideas, Right? These would all be awesome skits. Now, that's more of an in-living color skit right there. Saturday Night Live could do it. Can you imagine that? How funny that is? How barrier-pushing that is? You know, the way Saturday Night Live used to be. The way comedy used to be. I'm here to tell you, I haven't forgotten I will go down swinging people for comedy. Comedy has enriched my life so very much. 
And I will fight for it. I'll fight for all of it, even the shitty dad jokes that are out there, because people like that shit. You can have the dad jokes, but you got to let me push the envelope, too. Let me push the envelope. That would be, that would, tell me that wouldn't be a fucking hilarious skit. To see Chris Kardashian as a pimp. Maybe that's a Chappelle show thing. God dang, man. Now, I have to stand up and applaud somebody. I already stood up, so I'm just now applauding. If you ever lived in the area in New England, you know a, a guy named Matt Siegel. I guess he's a big time DJ there. Radio Boston radio icon. And I guess he's had it. This is this is what happened yesterday on their show. They pulled the plug on me and they said you cannot talk about what you're talking about. And again, I like my boss personally. I do. I'm very fond of him. He's been very nice to me. It's not personal. It's professional. He said he doesn't want me talking about this. So basically, if I talk about right wing, right. What happened was this. He was told that he can no longer talk and joke about Demi Lovato on his show. Wow. Uh, As I'm reading this. Uh, he's been on the show forever. When they told him he couldn't make fun of it anymore, he walked out. He walked out. He said he received a call from his boss telling him to stop talking about Lovato, who announced this morning that they are non-binary and are changing their pronouns. He says, I'm against her binary thing. I think she's a troubled woman, and a lot of young people are taking her seriously, and it bothers me. But, of course, it's a comedy show, so I didn't get the context of jokes. We're having fun with it, and my boss called and said I'd cross the line. I responded by saying, if I can't talk about what I'm thinking at this point in my career, I don't want to be on the radio anymore. And he walked out. I got a, a, a like I said... I, I, I applaud that. I applaud somebody for having balls in the industry. Look, if you're a morning show guy in New, in Boston, you're pulling down you're pulling down six figures. Now, if you're a legend there, you could be close to seven, maybe eight figures. Now I'm not kidding. Radio pays people. All you people that say radio, oh, I know somebody who did radio, radio will pay. Now, granted, these guys are dinosaurs. These are the last people on radio that will ever make money, though. You need to send him an email and invite him on your show. That's not a bad idea. How can I get in touch with this guy? Uh, what's this guy's name? Matt Siegel. Let's, let's look him up. Matt Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, does he have? Oh, he has a profile on Facebook. 
Matt Siegel. Okay, hold on a second. Let's close that out. Let's look him up on my phone. That way I don't have to open all this shit up real quick. Uh-huh. Matt Siegel. There we go. But I want his page. I don't want new... I Posts? Do you have any posts? People. That's what I want. Let's see. There it is. There's my message. Uh, uh, Any time. Wait, here we go. Let, let, let's do this. We'll voice it. From one radio guy to another radio guy who now does a podcast, let me say bravo, exclamation point. And anytime you would like to be on my show, please reach out, period. Godspeed and good luck, my man, exclamation point. Boom, send that shit. It's been sent. Uh, you need to send him. Yeah, okay, I did that. All right. Good. Good for him. Good for this guy. Hey, man. Yeah, it sucks he lost his career, but shit. I'm sure there's a Boston radio station that will hire him immediately. Who know? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he could get hired immediately. I, I don't know. Maybe his bosses will spread all kind of horrible rumors about him. Oh, I, I know that shit never happens. That, that's right. I'm sorry. I, I forgot. Maybe the, they, he won't get blackballed in the industry because nobody does that. Am I talking out loud right now? I, I, I apologize. I, I'm so sorry. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, Ogre says, adios, familia. Have a turgid Thursday. All right. You too, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. Uh, let's see tomorrow's show. Buck Foster will be here. We've got the uh, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Wrestling superstars tomorrow. I'm very excited about it to get our first Mount Rushmore officially created, and then I'll put in the bunch of other ones afterwards. But what else is happening tomorrow? I don't know. Fucking God damn it. Damn Rangers got no hit again last night. It's the second time this season they've been no hit. Now, now it happened to Seattle first. They, they've been no hit twice already this season. Do you know the part that sticks in my craw the most about that last night? But let, let, let me just tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. Corey Kluber threw the no-hitter. Corey Kluber lasted less than a third of an inning last season for the Rangers before he hurt his shoulder. Meaning he did not record one fucking out for the Rangers. And the Rangers... The brain trust there, John Daniels, you shitbag. Ah, let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. He threw a no-hitter. You asshole Ranger fucking front office people. I hate your guts. All right. Now that I got that out of the way. Hangtown Mike, I, I did enjoy your, your text messages. The Hangtowns are big Yankee fans. So I, I will give the credit where it's due. Congratulations to the Yankees. I believe they have a day game today with the Rangers. I'm sure the Rangers will shit the bed again. Uh, all right. Y'all need to explain something to me. I do not get something here. I get it. But I'm going to have to, I, I, the way I have to give it out to y'all and tell y'all about this, it's not going to be very politically correct. And I'm sorry. Okay. Every fucking day that I, I, I do this show, every day, I don't know if it's necessarily every day that I see a story like this, but it, it's, it's starting to grow more and more to where it's almost every, every fucking day. And I, I want to know, A, what has happened, and B, what has happened to society, and C, all this other stuff. I don't know about you, but I'm getting kind of tired of seeing all these people who are allegedly making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month by doing OnlyFans pages. This whole OnlyFans thing, I don't understand. Like, the, do they not make porn interactive enough for you now? I mean, in the day uh, of AI and all that kind of shit, you, 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 can, you can get a, a, a device and put it on your, your wiener, and it does all the work for you. And when did we become okay with allowing people to do this? You remember when a gal would, would pose naked in, in Playboy Man, oh, man. I mean, fuck, we ripped the title away from Miss America because she was in Penthouse. And she wasn't even in Penthouse. She had taken naked photos 
and they got out, and Penthouse bought them, and then they stripped her of the Miss, Miss America pageant. But now, people like 20-year-old Amy Heyer, 20 years old, meet the nursery worker who has ditched her job in child care for 100000 Her career in child care? She's 20. By the way, when she's 36, she ain't going to be making 100 grand a month in OnlyFans money. I'm just going to tell you that right now. She says OnlyFans has restored her confidence after being bullied at school. Well, yeah, because people are telling you, I'll give you $500 if you can put your foot in your vagina. It hasn't given you confidence. It's given you money, and that money is giving you confidence, dumb fuck. What kind of device does that? Asking for a friend. I saw it at one of the, it was on, I don't have it. I've never used it, nor would I ever use it. But they have like this thing that hooks up to like this big time computer and you strap it on yourself down there and you have like the VR goggles so you can see it. Maybe you have gloves that can act like they can feel like titties and stuff, but it's supposed to be like either a sucking or a warm feeling and and it's all AI. It's on a computer for your friends. No, uh-uh. What happens if there's a surge? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't have a lot down there. But I tell you this. I will, I will, I will protect that till the day I die. Because what, what I've got is mine. Okay? I'm not going to add to it. I don't want to take anything away from it. Me strapping it into something that's plugged in, that's just a bad idea. I, I got to say, it's a bad idea. And and I know my luck. I know my luck that day. That would be the day that, Jesus, who knows, fucking tornado rips through the house, picks me out, and throws me, you know, two miles away from where I am. And the only thing that's on my body is still that thing on my wiener and the VR goggles. So, no, I won't ever do that. No, uh uh-uh. No. I see where you're coming out from, Arnie. When you consider that most kids her age are getting saddled with $100,000 in college debt that can never be bankrupted, uh, out she's starting with $100,000 credit where she can buy access, like houses in her life. Look, I, I, I have no problem. Look, her making that money, I don't care. She didn't have, like, a career in child care, though. I just want to point that out. She's 20. She hasn't had a career yet. Yeah, go on, tell us more. Yeah, my luck, it would be, it would say no. <laughs> it would turn you down. Oh, I'm telling you that right now. I did a story a couple years ago, or maybe a year ago, about these, like, these lifelike sex dolls that can turn you down. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. That's the dream is to get a sex doll that turns me down, and I can finally just savagely beat the shit out of it. I don't give a fuck if I break it. Turn me down. You're a sex doll. You can't throw me in jail. That's my toy. I think I would get more pleasure out of assaulting that doll than than is humanly possible. 
No, but ever since, like, the last six months, this OnlyFans thing has taken off. And, and I don't get it. Like, this is the part I don't get. I, Tim, I understand everything there, and I'm glad that she's not settled, saddled with, you know, debts and all that kind of bullshit because it's rotten. Um, when did we as a group and a society say, yeah, that's okay? You know, because people used to get canceled for that. Look at porn stars. Jenna Jameson is the only porn star to really make it through to mainstream. She broke through. And that's because people looked at her and said, well, you're not an actress. You suck dick for a living. You're a hooker. And I mean, you think about it. I mean, honestly, if you were to think about pornography, a woman is getting paid for sexual acts. A man's getting paid for sexual acts. That is the definition of prostitution. But you put a camera involved, and it's art. Not that I have a problem with it, but I, I guess that would be the way to beat out any <laughs> beat out, beat off. Beat any charges if you're ever cruising for hookers. Just bring a camera with you and say you're using it to do a pornography shoot. Now, granted, they're going to ask for your licenses and all that kind of stuff. I, I can't give you the whole play playbook. Take your doll into a Hooters bathroom stall and beat it up there. <laughs> beat it in the car. Right in the middle of traffic, you just slap it. Now, see... Now, now you're getting into where I want to have fun, and I want to go get a sex doll and just beat it up in public. It has to be super lifelike, though. Hopefully, it can still talk. Like, ow, ow, you're hurting me, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, please don't put me in the sleeper hold again. Oh, no. Is that an ashtray you're trying to put in my butthole? Oh, look at Scott. Scott is in the house. He said, I think Stormy Daniels made some money during the Trump scandal. I think she blew it. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not at war with the, the, the OnlyFans. I just find it, I, I find it kind of amusing. I mean, this girl is okay. I mean, like, uh, when I think about porn, I think about the glory days of porn, the Jill Kellys of the world, the Jenna Jamesons, back when we knew all the contract girls. Now everybody's got fucking pornos. You know, they got a, a, a production company that shoots porn. Holy shit. She got hairy legs? Dude, dude. No, I didn't scroll down more. You, you, you got to see this picture. Am I right? The one where she's got the orange hat on? White, and then you look at her legs because you're trying to see if any lips are pointing out down there. That bitch has got hairy fucking legs. Somebody's giving this hairy-legged bitch money for bikini shots, and she ain't got no tits? How does this girl make $100,000 a month? Shit, I got bigger tits than her. I can make more money than her.
That's an interesting story here. Hold on a second. We're, we're going to try too edgy. Michael Che reveals reason SNL vetoed his sketch idea about Avengers killing an unarmed black teen. He discussed sketches that never made any ones. The Avengers have killed an unarmed black teenagers. Only three and a half people. Three and a half million people watched the last episode of Saturday Night Live. That is terrible. Wow. And he's the head writer. Well, I think we figured out the problem with Saturday Night Live. I thought Colin Jost was the head writer. If Michael Che is the head writer at Saturday Night Live, I can tell you why the network's failing. Because he sucks. That There it is right there. Nobody wants to see it. Really, we're going to make... All right, next one here. Next up. God damn, I'm watching the video of this. Where's the sound? Hold on. This is pretty awesome. So, these people are in China, and one of China's tallest skyscrapers starts to wobble. Do they think Godzilla is behind it? Like, these people are running there. I'm not kidding, man. These people are running like they're like Godzilla's about to fucking start fighting Mothra. By the way, look at all these people in China. And hardly any of them are wearing masks. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Whoop, I had the sound up. <laughs> I believe that Michael Che has the ability to be funny, but he chooses not to. He uses platform political ideas instead. You know, I, I agree with that because every once in a while, when Saturday Night Live is being real, and that's the problem is that the, the two head writers do the weekend update. They have one feature that I really do like. And it's when they make the other one read a cue card they have no idea that's on there for a news story. And Michael Che makes Colin Joe say the worst shit. And it's hysterical. It's in there. But you're absolutely right. Everything has to be some sort of political message. Don't make it a political anymore. If you want to make it political, then push the boundaries on everything. Not just one thing. I'm dropping my fudge if I'm in a cheap Chinese knockoff skyscraper and it starts to wobble. Well, I don't know if this is the wish building or not. Have you ever known? Look, I've only used Wish for one thing. I got a wallet there, and it finally showed up after like nine months. And I know it was all the whole COVID thing, but you go uh, every once in a while, like Google, like T-shirt ideas that I have. Every once in a while, I'll see a shirt, and I'll go, Ooh, that one doesn't look half bad. That's kind of cool. And I see, I see the word Wish underneath it. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if Wish is in charge of the building, or if that is the Wish building, I'm not going anywhere near that shit. At all.
Now, this is kind of strange. Isn't this weird that something like this happens? Christopher Walls, 55-year-old policeman, 19-year veteran of the New Jersey Police Department, Long Branch. Well, he was arrested at his house this week after they found a drug den inside his home. Whoops-a-daisy. Wait, wait, we can't have these? Wait, we're the law, though. We can have this, right? They can't. No, no, we, we, we have to follow the law, too. Oh. Cops responded to a domestic disturbance call. While there, officers were told by another resident that Officer Walls was involved in suspicious narcotics activities. Oh, boy, that's somebody who's not getting a Christmas present there. Hazmat team arrived, discovered meth lab tools and chemicals in the basement, as well as a shed. Also, several books about making meth, explosives, and poisons in the house. You can buy a book, How to Make Meth. (laughs) Pardon me. Uh, I'm at Barnes & Noble. Pardon me. Do you have any how to make meth? Oh, I'm doing that one. Uh, Zach has been listening, just not texting. All right, Zach, I hope you've been good, buddy. I hope you've been good. And you should listen tomorrow for sure. Uh, Let's see. uh, Barnes. Barnes. And no. Oh, there we go. I I don't want .com. No, 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 no. Cancel that. No, 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 no. I want. Bookstore. How about we do this? Let's see. Book stores near me. Oh, no one's listening. Wow. Half price books, no. Uh, ooh, LaPointe Bookstore, Barnes Noble. There, there's Barnes Noble. I like pissing them off. All right, here we go. Here we go. Shh, shh, shh. Everybody ready? Thank you for Barnes and Noble. We are located at 190 Cedar Sage Drive in Garland, Texas. We are open to the public Monday through Thursday a.m. to 8 p.m., Friday and Saturday 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Sunday 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. To speak to a bookseller, please stay on the line. I will. This is Jalen. How can I help you? Yes, I was wondering if you have a science-slash-chemistry area of the bookstore. Um, we do have a science section. Are you looking for a certain book? I, I am. I'm looking for a book on how to build uh, the perfect meth lab. All right. Is there one out there? Is it in the uh, in the line of uh, four dummies books, like building a meth lab for dummies? Do you know if it's in there? Mm, I'm not sure. I can put you on a quick hold. Yeah, that'd be great. If you could look something up for me, that'd be awesome. Uh, of course. Let me put, just put you on hold real Thank quick. you. Thank you so much. Now, I have her on mute. I got to say, this is going fantastic. This is great. Building a left meth lab for dummies is in that series. Sometimes I don't know my own power. 
Maybe I'll start having to put these on fucking on TikTok. Oh, Timmy and Nicole, good morning. We're in the middle of a call to Barnes & Noble to see if they have a book on how to beat or how to uh, make a meth lab. Well, she can call the cops all she wants. I just want a book on how to build one. That's not illegal. If I start the process of building one, then that would be illegal. She's calling the FBI. All right. All right. We'll hang up since it's worrying everybody. I imagine I was probably going to get her manager. Oh, excuse me. Is this the gentleman looking for uh, how to create methamphetamine? No, no, no. I know how to make methamphetamine. I just don't know how to build the lab. So there you go. This cop knew how in New Jersey and was arrested by his buddies. That's got to be the worst. That's got to be embarrassing. This guy's name is not that. This is bullshit. Is this Massachusetts or is this in England? Yeah, he's in England. This is bull. Okay, this is the headline. I'm not buying this. Police officer cleared of misconduct over car sex with woman while on duty. Do you know what the guy's name is? He's Officer Lee Cocking. Now, come on. Come, no. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Now, if it was something like that, then yeah, his name is Lee Cocking. No, it's not. Sergeant Cocking uh, in Somerset broke down in tears as the jury announced the not guilty verdict. It took the jury a throbbing 45 minutes to reach its climax for Sergeant Cocking. Mr. Cocking was left sobbing, limp, comforted by his wife, who was like, stop touching me, it's too sensitive. Really, his name is Lee Cocking, and he's in, he's in trouble over sex. No. All right, now I know that women are crazy. This gal is beyond crazy. In a desperate attempt to make her ex-boyfriend jealous, a woman in Germany... Now, now, see, once you leave the American borders, women get a whole lot crazier. I'm just telling you that right now. I ain't going to fuck with some crazy German bitch. They, they, they will cut your wiener off and, and, and put it in sausage. They will. Yeah, see, if he ever got promoted to detective, he'd be dick cocking. No, see, that's why it's not a real story. <sighs> All right. So, the woman from Germany faked. You women, you know about faking. She faked an elaborate wedding to get revenge on him. More than 1.8 million views show Sarah Vivard revealing her rock-bottom moment to the tune of Gnarls Barkley hit Crazy showing a picture of herself holding hands with a groom for hire, wearing a white dress. She says, yep, I'm crazy, she captioned the video. 
Oh, is this is this said video? Oh, please play. I remember when. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. It went away for a second. Okay. It first says, remember the time when I faked getting married and I had to had a photo shoot to get revenge on my ex? I remember when. Photos I after. Remember, I remember when I lost Oh, dear my God. Mind. Yeah. There was someone so pleasant about that place. Yeah, but you, you are, uh, you, you're I nuts. Remember, I remember when I lost Thank you. Wow. I mean, she went all the way out. Rented a groom, a dress, a fucking place. If I'm her ex, I, I am no longer living on the same continent that she is. This gal is beyond crazy. She's kind of got like a focus crazy about her that I do not care for at all. She frightens me now. I am glad I did not look her in the eyes in that video. Because who knows, I could be next. I got to share this picture with y'all. Now, I don't want you to read the headline. I want you to listen to my voice. When you see this picture, she says that she claims a man gave her a car in exchange for sex. Sadly, it's in Arizona. No Florida story. If you look at this gal, I would imagine somebody gave her a car in exchange for keeping her pussy at least a mile away. Boy, this gal is beat up from the feet up. She is toe up from the floor up. If she was in country music. Oh, what? She would have to be the niece of Merle Haggard. Wolf. And let me just say sorry, dogs, for saying wolf. This bitch is fugly. Mesa police arrested a gal over the weekend for stealing a car. Police officers pulled up and checked a gray Nissan Sentra's registration near a country club and university. Officers realized the car was reported stolen. When the officers searched the vehicle, they found this bitch is only 44. Man, I look good for 49. She's only 44. That has been Diane Lee Baker. Let, let's see something real quick. I, I, I just want every once in a while I enjoy looking these people up on Facebook. Diane. Where, where, where'd her name go? Diana. Diana. Deanna. Diana. Leah Baker. Leah Baker. Oh, come on. Still have your Facebook page working. Oof, goddamn. Is this her? This might be her. No, that ain't her. 
Yep, got arrested again. God damn it. You could see that, couldn't you? You could see that gal saying that. Is this her? That one might be her. No, that gal's too good looking right there. Because this gal is not good looking. Uh, she told officers that three days before she met a man she knew was Robert, the car owner. He gave her the car after she had sex with him. The person who owned the vehicle told officers he did not know Baker and did not give her permission to have it. I know that this is going to find out. This is going to be such a shot. Are you ready for this? There's breaking news in this story. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, while searching the car further, officers found pieces of plastic straw, which was melted on one side, foil and residue, which is the way they smoke fentanyl and other drugs, including meth. I am shocked. What? Scott, she's 44. I'm older than she is. Tim says, holy Christ, that bitch is methed up. I'll say that. Man, oh, man. Wow. Woo! Damn. Honey. You are, you are fucking 12 miles of bad road. That face looks like your daddy was the lumberjack in the ugly forest. He threw, out, he threw your ass out that tree and you hit every fucking branch on the ugly fucking stick on the way down. Good God almighty. <whistles> I mean, there's ugly people and then there's ugly people. That gal was an ugly gal. Whoa. People sometimes ask me, Arnie, do you feel bad when you call these people? No, I don't feel bad at all. I think it's funny. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for the day uh, today. Tomorrow we will be back. Tomorrow, get ready for what could be one of the most epic Arnie State shows of all time. Buck Faustin is in the house tomorrow. We got wrestling. Uh... Celebrity ass deathmatch and Mount Rushmore up. Not to mention all the great stories that we will be telling. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Friday Eve, a.k.a. Thursday. Till then, adios, everybody.
Stop um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.